welcome to Geek in Review, your favorite show where we take a look at all the geeks out there in the world. Uh, I am always, as always, sorry, I, I forgot how to speak. I am, as always, your host, Matt, but we have something special with us. We have our usual co-host from New, uh, New Geek City, Katie. That's me. And Gus. And that's me. And we, of course, have a special guest. Special guest, what is your name? Uh, they call me Cairo online. Cairo. There or sometimes go. Cold Fusion, I don't know. I like that one, actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's like a wrestler name. Yeah, I'm going to totally... Mm, sit here at WrestleMania, brother. going to take it absolute zero. <laughs> That's your finishing move. Yeah. <laughs> you have that, and then you have a submission, which is like freezer burn. Mmm, got to wrap that stuff in foil. Oh, my gosh. You should, you should do cartoon voices. Oh I've always God. wanted to. Have you? I, do, I have an agent, but I live in Seattle. They don't really do a lot of cartoons here. Yeah. You know what you could do? You can get in the uh, grunge scene, the first ever grunge cartoon, where it's just about being depressed. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I could have more frames, but what's the point? The whole, the whole <laughs> cartoon is just you sitting on the edge of your bed while it's raining outside. Yes. Yeah, just like just the, the, the only f- animation is just a plume of smoke coming up, and it's just like... Uh, there's yeah, but, nothing yeah. going on here. Just like a half smoked cigarette in your hand. Just there's no whatever. budget. It's just nothing's happening. Just question: What is life? Doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't even matter. Am I digital animation? Am I hand drawn? Does it even matter? Of course, we do hire special artists to make sure that we get authentic, like rips in your jeans and like special attention to detail for your flannel. They probably use that stuff in cartoons where they move around, but the texture on the clothes doesn't move. But because they're not moving, it wouldn't matter. Oh yeah, <laughs> and of course we would uh, have we would have a uh, a J-pop opening because it'd be animated in Korea. <laughs> yes, with lots of English, like ninety percent English in the song. Yeah, like I love that. True to the Seattle spirit of grunge, <laughs> animated in North Korea. You have coffee. It is a good time. <laughs> Who is driving? Bear is driving. How can this be? Oh, car full of midgets. Ah. <laughs> oh. That was the best. Uh, Are you a big Clerks fan growing up? Well, I mean, no. I I got into it way late. Like, super late. And Rhea Never was already over, and I love it when I get into things that are over. As far as I'm concerned, all your base is still extremely funny. You know what? I'm going to make myself uncool. I'm right there with you. I'll still laugh every time that pops up. (laughs) I mean, how can you not? Angerish is funny forever. I mean, then again, I'm still laughing at Grumpy Cat, and that's like... That at least knows how stupid it is. Yeah, like, look, I'm not going to claim it's, like, high humor, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that movie, man. <laughs> they knew exactly what they were doing. <laughs> it's sad that that's become so rare. So, I mean, uh, if we could take it back a little bit, you were telling me, believe it or not, people, we do talk before the show happens. Oh, yes. Uh, you were telling me that you just recently got into comics. Oh, uh, actually, I've been in comics for quite a while. Well, I'm only recently getting even any attention at all. Alright, so you, you've been familiar with the hobby, you've kind of like, uh, you've, I'm guessing you like dabbled in it, obviously. Mm-hmm, but yes, is- I, I have a webcomic that I've been drawing for, how long has it been, how old am I? Gotta be 13, 14 years now. Uh, that's how old you are? N- yeah, <laughs> that's how long you've been drawing. Because <laughs> this is I- going over state lines, it's a felony. Oh dear. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> Chris Hansen's about to kick down my door. I didn't. 
I can't do my falsetto. Not that I. <laughs> Why don't you take a seat, uh, Sarah? It did sound I'm exactly sitting. like this since I was twelve, though, so that's fine. Uh, no, yeah. So I've been doing it. I'm thirty, almost thirty now, and I've been doing it for like fourteen years, I think. So half my life. What a waste. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast for free, so I mean. Uh, you know, you're definitely not wasting. Uh, you want to just throw it out there so people know? like. Oh, yes, yes. If you want to search um, Kiwi Day, N is the name of the comic. Because English is funny, right? That was the idea. Look, and, I'm... yeah, it was it was just called Kiwi Day for a few years, and it was all in pencil. And it was the early 2000s at the time, so people still found that pretty impressive. Oh, you have a webcomic. It's on Yahoo. That's great. Or... Well, back then, you know, it was rare. It's just like, you're online? People right. look at no, you? It tripod that's it. it was tripod and i was using their free sites and linking them together in serial because each one had a, a limited <laughs> storage space dude i i had a uh what was it like angel fish or something angel fire angel fire thank you oh, I had a it's and been Gio- so long i've forgotten <laughs> things have changed you know I, i'm predicting i'm just gonna throw it out there angel fire is coming back they're gonna make a comeback <laughs> As long as you believe it, Matt. That's what I, Matt, I do. Right? They're going to get sponsored by Chris Angel, and it's going to be Chris Angel Fire. And he's going to be like, he's going to be like, there was no website. Whoopa! Now there is. Mind freak. <laughs> yes. The internet just mind freaked you. Yeah. Oh my. So I mean, you've been doing it for a while. Uh, you know, do you do it yourself? Do you have guest writers or anything? Or? No, I have done it all myself. I've never really gotten too much attention, unfortunately. It's not like I want too much attention. You well, know how it is, yeah, especially you're when on... you get it from certain places. Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, you're on a major show now. So. Oh, dear. Oh, my. I might get a bump, as they say. Yes, expect to get flooded with tens and tens of people. Oh, dear. That's going to double my readership times five. What is, what is your comic about? It is just dumb, cliche RPG crap, and just like, remember all those old sprite comics they used to make? It's yeah. drawn to look like those, but it's drawings. Oh, well, so, that's fine. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, before Adventure Time came out, it was like, oh, what are you doing? Now it's like, oh, you're copying Adventure Time and drawing people with dot eyes. It's like, yeah, no, yeah, Earthbound not, did it first. <laughs> before, before, it was like, this is dumb, look how gross and immature this is, and now it's like, oh, so you're ripping off them, huh? Right. Why don't you have an original? You can't, look. This is weird because we're putting this online. Ignore mm-hmm. the internet. <laughs> You'll never get anything positive from them. Okay. We're screwed, Matt. We're screwed. I would rather the internet ignore me. Well, actually, Katie, they have uh, you guys don't know this. I'm putting these on cassettes. Oh, I got to have like, one of those. Yeah, I'm making like mixtapes. I'm, like, I'm, uh, I'm looking at a tape player right now. Yeah, I'm going to put it on vinyl and just leave them in like record shops. <laughs> Matt, could you please put these on cassettes and mail them to me I so know, I can I... actually listen to them? <laughs> Podcasts on vinyl. <laughs> you know what? That's, that's got to be that's that a actually, bad No, that actually has happened. No. Uh, tell them Steve Dave, who I mentioned a lot, who Katie and Gus never pay any attention to. They actually have a pod, special podcast they did that they did on vinyl. That's so fantastic. <laughs> and in a tribute to Kiss... One out of every 100 of the uh, vinyls they made, they put their blood in. Oh, I'm all for clamped. This is a wonderful thing people are doing. Yeah, I mean, uh, I want to, I'm gonna steal the idea, but just give them no credit. Yes. She's like, look how original we are. <laughs> I thought, I thought what you should do is you make cassettes, right, and then like dump them at like at a swap meet, just like yeah. don't, it's like secretly Unlabeled. swap meets, wait for some hipsters to like buy it and like. What is this? Yes. We just discovered something awesome. How did? How is this on a cassette? I don't even. 
this is blowing my mind, man. I, I, I love that the height of our uh, fame is just like we'll sell them at swap meets. <laughs> but we're like, yeah, I'll get, we're like, they're two bucks. So, we're planning to. We're, we're like, planting them. Yeah. We're not even yeah. selling them. So we're just giving them like, just here. Please take this. Hey, you got to spend money to make money. We'll have the cassette and we'll have like a copy of your comic. Just like, look, just any attention. I Please. actually, I did put my comic on a CD once and sent it out to my friends as a Christmas gift, which would be really sad if they hadn't asked specifically for it. You're just like, guess what you're getting? Right. Eh? I made a little, I made little custom CD cover inserts with like you know Beatles album parodies and yeah, <laughs> God, that was a, that was a fun Christmas. That's. Pr- <laughs> Dude, that's what I'm asking for for this Christmas. Ooh. I'm expecting one in my mail, or I'm going to be very upset with you. You're lucky I have one left. Ah, oh, I get it. Don't give it to them, though. They don't deserve it. Mm, collector's item. Yeah. I'll sign it, but I'll, I'll sign it Roger Moore. Then, then you just Wait. turn around and you find it on eBay. It's just like, Wait, what? <laughs> I just gave this away. Tough of course, ball. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cross out your signature and just put somebody like even more famous. Ooh. Just like... Uh, I was gonna throw out some like Roger Dolt, uh, Roger Daltrey. They will believe Robert. that, especially if they're if my picture was on it. I think. Yeah, just really like horrendously, you know, ugly like signatures. <laughs> just sign it Walt Disney, but in like perfect block letters, like not. <laughs> I'm gonna sign it like John Lennon. It's just like yeah. John Lennon. 2013. Like, hasn't he been dead for like decades? I'm back from the grave and I'm signing CDs. You know I'm the best beater. I could go for a bowl of cornflakes. I could get Ringo to sign it if you like. Oh, dude, the famous Ringo gave her. I don't <laughs> you, do him enough. No, it's okay. Okay. your impression's way better than mine. I was trying to keep up, but every time you said something, I was just like, he's really good. Liverpoolian accents are so fun. I they are all... fun, but I can't do them. Ooh. You're, like, blowing my mind here. By the way, I just want to, just so you know, I'm using you to, like, show off to Gus and Katie. Mm-hmm. Because they've been uh, getting on my case about getting better guests, so... Ah. I'm glad to know that I'm higher than the usual standard. Yeah, so in your faces, guys. <laughs> you, you know what, Matt? Kudos to you because you actually did it. Yeah. I still I don't remember where you found it. Was it in a thread somewhere? It was. That sounds about right. Maybe one of those voiceover Vokaroo threads. Yeah, it's just like, hey, uh, you want to be on? Want to do something private? <laughs> I'm like, sure, man. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so you didn't find this guy on Craigslist is what you're saying? Well, I, I did. It was in uh, Men Seeking Men. Ooh. I was just like, uh, Ooh, well hand, then. Handsome man seeks other handsome men for discreet <laughs> voice talks. Now, when he said podcast, I thought he said podcast. <laughs> I just love that you were, you found, you found us on. Oh, no, I didn't find him on Craigslist. And then right? you posted on Craigslist again, and then I messaged you again. It was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have almost done that before. Yeah, uh, I found them through Craigslist. And then one day I was just like, you know, I want to do some other shows. So let me see if I can get some other people to join. And then I just get an email back like, Matt, is this you? (laughs) And I was just like, yeah. Are you cheating on us? Are we good enough anymore? (laughs) Well, you know what? All I'm going to say is... The post goes, looking for new co-hosts. Don't really work with the other one so well. Current podcast hosts are garbage. Need new ones. You just hire, like, Zorak. (laughs) I have experience. Mm. Oh, my gosh. I would kill for that. That'd be great. You know what? I'm gonna have I'm gonna keep you around and just have you do random voices. I'm just gonna be like, that's do good. This one because I can only do things at random. I've it, I'm like the iPod Shuffle. 
which everyone loves. That was their favorite one. You know what I really want? I want my music, but to have absolutely no control over which one comes next. Right. I'm so behind. I've owned one CD player and then, like, two tape players, and then I gave up. You know, you guys want to know what I actually went and bought the other day? What? I actually bought a, uh, a vinyl player. Wow, record player, a phonograph, if you yes. will. It was actually a Sonic, uh, what was it, those old crank things that, uh, you know, you crank and it's got like the metal disc. Oh, holy crap, so that's an actual... No, not for real. Katie, I was making a joke. Oh, I believed you. Where did you find it? I that's, believed you. That's the power of uh, deception. I totally I thought you were serious, man. Oh, he's just off. making it up. He doesn't actually have one of those. See, I'm going to join you. I'm going to be like your manager. That would be fantastic. Well, I just pull everyone into believing you, where it's just, I swear he's a good guy. And they're like, <laughs> then you hit him with a chair, and it's just like, I thought he was really good. He was bad all along. Who knew? I'm the good guy, of course. Excellent. <laughs> I fooled you, brother. You thought I was here to help. <laughs> but I really want to match at WrestleMania. <laughs> this is the most fun and aimless podcast I've ever been on of all of the ones that I've been on, which is one. We're aiming somewhere. We're getting to know you. Oh. We know that you are, you know, that you at least are aware of wrestling. Yes, I've never you actually that- watched it except for once. You, you know that it exists. <laughs> I loved wrestling video games when I was a kid because they were like, they all had these cool themes to them. They were like halfway to Power Rangers. I'm like, oh. Hulk Hogan is awesome, and and who is awesome? The uh, the Undertaker, and the, oh, look, he's got a theme and face paint. This is cool for me. Dude, uh, <laughs> Japanese wrestling is what you got to watch. There was actually a, uh, yes. you know, what wrestling stables are yes. Yeah, yeah. There was actually a full Sentai wrestling stable. Oh. Where they all came out with like helmets and everything, like that's the coolest. I, I did see some kind of Japanese wrestling once. There was just some big guy who was like called Godzilla, and like some little guy called the Dragon, and they were wearing like halfway to fursuits. But it was still relatively cool. Well, the thing with Japanese wrestling is you, when you dive in, you know, you're really diving in. Uh, I mean, there's different genres of Japanese wrestling. There's Japanese comedy wrestling, uh-huh. where they, you know, it's not meant to be real. It's just meant to make you laugh. Right, right. Like uh, the, the fact that the champion of the league, this particular league, was a steel chair for six months. Wait, you mean like midgets? No, not midgets. Oh, I was going to say... There's that, or there's, like, the guy who just stands there and takes lots of abuse from fat women until he's finally just like, mm, so it is, ma'am. <laughs> that's, that's Japanese comedy. It's like... <laughs> Japanese comedy is like, one is really tall, one yeah. is really short, how can they be friends? I mean, they, they, they based a Pokemon on a comedian whose entire shtick was just taking hits, and then that's all it can do is take hits. That's... Pokemon, they... if you really look at it, it's a very... I, I know I'm breaking new ground here. It's very oh. weird. Oh... I know it's never been said before. Fushigidane. Yeah. Controversial statements. Pokemon's weird. my game. Are you actually a... Uh, fighting. You know what we gotta do is I gotta get Cho on the line and just make them do voices at each other. Yes. Where I'm just like, you're this character. You're this character. Say yeah. this. Dueling voices, that sounds fun. And then we'll just become banjos instead. And like, I can only do voices in Japanese. I get one person that goes, Awa! Oh, do you do you speak too? Just enough to sound like I speak it. <laughs> well, that's you could literally just go like, ah, bleh, bleh. and also completely like retarded lines like, which is really what color was the elephant? That's a, that's a legitimate question. I mean, what yeah. color was it? Was it pink? 
you know, this, these things come in handy. You, look, if you're in Africa, right. you come across a stray Japanese man while you're hunting elephants, and he tells you you've seen it, what are you going to do? Well, then you're going to ask how it got into your pajamas. Exactly. Which you probably don't know how to say, but that's fine. The nice thing about a lot of words is that they just got lazy and used the English word. <laughs> they were like, you know what? Our world is opened up to a lot of places. We're just going to copy other people's words. We don't need new ones. But we won't let them into our businesses. Yes. <laughs> the Japanese way. <laughs> Oh, business I mean, uh, suits. I gotta ask, like, uh, are you big into Japanese culture? Like, is that Totes. Well, really? that is to say, prior to, you know, mid-2000s or so, when everything got lame. And I know I sound like a gigantic hipster, but really, it was all so cool for a while. Ugh, everyone's looking at it now. I don't, ugh. Well, that's the problem. It became unpopular again from overexposure, and then they started making way too much of it, and I don't think they put effort into quality anymore. Uh, I if I can plug my own show, plug which Katie Gus you already know this, plug but on your podcast I actually seek out cool shows that kind of go under the radar. Oh, which there are some, but I I have to agree with you. A lot of it's kind of the same again and again. Hmm. You know? And even the same shows if they go on long enough. I mean, obviously, no one expects them to keep putting all the same effort into like Pokemon or something as they used to. But the fact remains that. When we first started watching, it was like, oh, anything can happen. What are the rules to this? How does this work? What is it? What's going on? And and after a while, it was just, hey, a static image is going to appear, and a bad CGI effect is going to appear over it, and the same thing's going to happen. That happened last week. Yay. Ooh, Team Rocket showed up. I wonder what's going to happen. Uh, I'm sure even, Ash beats them. And then they even toned them down. See, like, they don't even make jokes anymore, I'm told. Yeah, I, not hated, even... I, I hated that. They changed them. They weren't funny anymore. It was bullshit. That is excellent, and I am glad that we can swear, because those words are the best words. Were we yes. not supposed to? Was that that day? Was no, I was, I was waiting for your cue. Today's not the G-rated podcast, it just okay. happened so much Shit, that we... Thank or maybe you. we have rules, if we have rules like uh, like Archer, or shows like that, or like TBS American Dad, where you can say shit, but only three times an episode, and after that it gets bleeped, and I believe I just used our third one. Well... <laughs> oh, well, dang. And he just, Darn! Just, I need to stop laughing my own laugh because it's wheezy and boring. I need to be like, <laughs> like Marge Listen, Simpson or something. I, I, I told Cus, uh, Cus, Katie and Gus this. I love when people laugh because it, uh, that's how I, you know, bring my own self-worth out. Wait, yeah. did you just put our names together? I was going to say, that's Katie. like your couple name, your Cus. Yeah. Cus. You did have Benifer. Yeah, you got divorced. Yeah. But now you have Cus. Can't we be called Gaty? <laughs> If you want. Mm, I don't know this chicken. It's a little gaty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the podcast just died. Oh we just start laughing. It just devolves into that song from Mary Poppins about laughter with Edwin. I love to laugh. That's my favorite scene in that whole movie. It's so underrated, that one scene. He's so great. So Have you seen his old, old TV show? I, I can't say I have. It's called, it was just called The Edwin Show, and it's just a standard, you know, variety show, because it was like 1950, so TV was, like, getting started. Right. And he would stop every so often to advertise cigarettes, and he would get this look on his face, like, here we go again, I've got to advertise this <laughs> stuff. Uh, the good old days when uh, you could tell kids, like, about the T-Zone. <laughs> yes. Gee, Barney, I yeah. sure could you go for a smoke. Well, I don't know, Fred, I mean, doesn't that give you lung cancer or something? Fuck you, what are you, a commie? <laughs> I'm just going to steal your Cocoa Pebbles instead, because that's plenty healthy. Remember, Bonnie, better red, than, uh, better dead than red. <laughs> Darn it, Bonnie, I just came out. 
I don't even remember what Barney sounds like. All I know is that he sounded really different in the early cartoons. Well, gee, well, uh, yeah, he was kind of down there, right? Yeah, like I can't do I it, but you know. Barney and Yogi sound the same. They sound similar. Ooh, ooh. I think that's because, yeah, they were both trying to be um, Art Carney, I want to say. About, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I'm smarter than most bears, which is saying something. <laughs> All those old Cannibal-Bear cartoons, man. they just like, hey, let's find a celebrity, let's rip them off, and let's draw like two frames of animation for them. That's <laughs> all we're going to do. Well, we were talking about making a vinyl podcast, so this is like the appropriate content for it. Pretty much, yeah. Hey, no, back in my day, we didn't have a podcast. We listened to the radio. Can you Whoa. believe these broads thinking they have the right to vote? <laughs> you are correct, sir. Uh, there is an old one. Nobody listening knows who that is. Uh, I, I was honestly doing Grunkle Stan there because I don't remember what Ed McMahon sounds like. I just oh, remember the line. Are you a Gravity, Spall, uh, Gravity Falls fan? Oh, yes. See, uh, you guys don't know this. I actually met him on Co, which is the cartoon comics. What, uh, what are you watching right now? I actually have uh, freaking Terminator 2 on my TV muted on nice. IFC. There's like there's nothing on this time of day or That's usually it. ever. I need to get rid of cable. Time is it where you are? It's not 8:42, so you know there's there's obviously nothing on at like is that 8, 9 p.m. Time zone? What? No, I'm in. Uh, it's 5:44 over here. Your clock. Oh, is are you? No, are you in? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. That's right. You said that. I oh well, duh. That is the same time. Okay, never mind. <laughs> see, uh, I remember you... everything about me. I mean, I'm not interested in who you are. Oh, you see, I would be listening to you, but uh, I'm all wrapped up in myself. Oh. I'm just like, oh, I can't wait to hear my own voice. It's one I get to speak again. And then you get to edit it later and make it sound even better. Yeah, you guys don't know this. I see really massively listening to myself. I'm just like, oh, no. you mean not doing that right now? I was wondering well, what that sound was. Never the word secret. I would guys, believe that. I I believe that, Matt. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys kind of jumped all over me like last week about that. He's voice debating over here. Can I can I ask? And mm. I'm not going to comment on it because Gus and Katie got over me for it. Mm-hmm. You got you said you were getting into comic books. Uh, Batman vs Superman. Have you seen the trailer? I have seen part of it. What do you think? I mean, it's so hard to tell anymore. I almost feel like if they just go completely over the top and then go almost more like Schumacher with it, it could almost be okay. But they're not going to do that. <laughs> and I don't really want them to. I want them to make a better movie, but I don't think they know how. Uh, fair enough. It seems like the, the tactic now is start with a really bad movie, then refine it and fix it and put paint on it and put more editing into it until it comes out like, eh. Now, are you saying that's the problem with uh, the DC movies or just movies in general? All movies in general, but now that you mentioned it, Marvel doesn't really have that problem. They have more of the just sort of cruise control problem, which isn't much of a problem yet. Well, I mean, financially, it's not a problem. No, no, it is not. <laughs> Movie quality, I can't, even I, which I'm a huge, huge comic fan, even I'm kind of like... You know, I'm not too interested in the movie. I, I'm looking forward to Ant-Man. Oh, yeah, that actually looks like it's going to be really fun. Yeah. looks really, really... I hope that's just a really fun time and all kinds of crazy stuff happens. Because... Yeah. I mean, it's going to go one of three ways. It's going to be fun. <laughs> American... Oh, my God. Ant-Man's American. Went on American slumber. Went on American what now? <laughs> it's like, imagine if, like, Ant-Man was just directed for, like, Damon Wayans. Damon Wayans. Somehow I could see that. I mean, I liked Blank Man. 
random episodes. It's just like Ant-Man just like traversing like through like I guess New York, but it's like a bunch of random like scenes where he's just like eating watermelon. Is Boingo outside? I hope that's a dog. I hope you don't have Danny Elfman and the Knights of the Oingo Boingo with you. What? Talking Oingo Boingo. Yeah. I'm sorry, I was asking where my cat was. Oh, cat, okay. I was. I said I thought it must be a dog, because there's no way you have the band Oingo Boingo with you. No, I no, but I, the cat is named Boingo after Oingo Boingo. So oh, good. Well, that's the important cat. thing. It's actually named uh, Oingo after the brother from uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I was just hoping it wasn't something that happened you were petting it sometime. I'm like, well, I guess that's his name. But you know, I heard mention of uh, Blank Man. Yes. I mean, you guys know what the best superhero. Yes. No, but you guys know what the best superhero movie was. Yes. Meteor Man. Meteor Man. Meteor Man. Oh, Meteor Mind. Oh, that movie. So bad. I was like, I don't know how I appreciated that so much when I was like seven, but I appreciated that movie. I still appreciate it just because it's so like it's honest. Good idea. It's just it's real. And, and I like David Allen Greer. I, I look. Nobody here hates him. Or wait, no, that wasn't him. Uh, the guy. It was the dad from. Um, oh hell, now I'm racist. Who's the guy? <laughs> well, you know, those, uh, Race the, the mustache guy. <laughs> Robert. Oh, superior. Hold on. Something Townsend. Who yeah, played? yeah. I think it's Robert Townsend. Robert Townsend. That sounds right. Now, I was thinking because I was still on Blank Man, and David Allen Greer was in that. Blank Man. Now that's the best movie of the like all the superhero movies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was so real. I don't know. I love it when things are real. I just, you, you take the absurdity of the superhero thing and make it totally real and make it work because we all want it to work. Right. But uh, speaking of medium, did you guys know James Earl Jones was in that movie? James Earl Jones. He was Ernest Moses. There's a voice that I can do, but only when my voice gets good and low, which it isn't doing right now. Yeah, I'm just looking through, and like I'm just like, he was in the movie? Don Cheadle was in the movie. Oh, wow. Meteor Man still? Because like, Don Cheadle was in Blank Man? No. No, he was no, in Meteor Man. He, he played Goldilocks. What's a, what's a classic, too? Remember Steel? I did not Steel hate that as me. much as everyone else did. I did, but only because I really liked the character. Steel yeah, was like it was the best movie, but yeah. that's not saying a lot. Yeah, it, it is unfortunate Steel? because the character deserves so much better. Ah. Yeah. But if we're talking Shaq, you gotta watch it at... at Kazam. Yeah, Kazam was... <laughs> I, I think I only saw some of that, actually, but he, he was having fun, and he was having fun with Shaq Fu. He Which, was, you know what? That kind of turned around and became like a sort of a cult classic. Right? I mean, it, it handled terribly, but the characters were really awesome, and I like the cat girl in it. I'm going to admit yeah. that. Well, I'm going to admit that... I've never seen that. What, Kazam? Yeah. You've never seen Kazam? No. Have I not shown it to you? No, you haven't shown oh, it to God, me. I gotta show That's probably Kazam. one of those things that was banned in my house as a child. <laughs> like, like, we don't believe in genies here. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, there was always very hostile towards the rap in my house, I recall. I don't know if he did any rapping in that movie. He did. He did he? Well, that's what he did. Like he he, like, he was Kazam, a rapping genie. He was rapping because he was like, uh, well, he, he he got set free, and then like to like make money, he started rapping. Yeah, yeah you guys remember what he was right. trapped in? Did that by the way, movie right? come out like when was it big? Like when you were like two, probably. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you, you don't know this, but they're kind of uh, Gus and Katie are kind of like the youngsters of the group. Uh, I never can tell anymore, which has gotten me in trouble with the aforementioned Chris Hansen. Uh, Woo! Who? Take a seat. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm the one who's sitting because that actually happened the other day. Ooh. Yeah. I love when he brings the mics hard. That's all. 
No, I, I love them when they have to eat the hard cookies. They're like, hey, have a cookie. Have a cookie. And they're like, you want about the pedophiles in that show, but at least they're like, you know, courteous. They will sit down and they will have that fucking cookie. No matter how shitty it is, because they're polite. They're going to eat, and you know what? They often eat the whole fucking cookie. Hmm, hard cookies are a travesty, I tell they're you. They're hoping what. if they're polite, that they, he's just going to be like, you know what? Messed <laughs> up, but just. Like just he's a traffic cop and pulled you over. I'm going to let you off with a warning this time. Don't let me catch you again. You were doing 15 in an 18 zone, I mean. <laughs> Actually, more like a 14 zone. You're doing 14 in a 30 zone. Sometimes it's like doing 11 in a, in a 15 zone, so there's a problem there. 15 was a magic number the other day. <laughs> the hell is there an 11 zone? <laughs> right, that's why I was. I think I think I got it right the first time. I, I may have to just take ownership of that. I went to. I went to a one time. I was driving around. There was a speed limit that said twenty three point five miles per uh, hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Is it like translated directly from kilometers or something? That one point five is the difference between life and death. Yeah, it's like that one street next to the mall, right? It's yeah. like twenty three point five on this one street. <laughs> Dude, when I'm driving, I shouldn't have to do math. Yeah, that, that can't be right. I seem to recall things to measure too. By the way, when you're driving, you're like, I gotta stay. And and it's kind of a small sign in a residential zone. It almost looks like somebody made it themselves and then just put it up. Well, maybe someone did make it. I have always thought it would be fun to go out to places with deer crossing signs with a sharpie and put wings on the deer just to freak out. (laughs) Just throw a sleigh coming off of it. Yeah, it's like watch out, there's flying deer. Drop some uh, presents and like a red hat in the road. Yeah. <laughs> Pull your car over and put like a flattened Santa under the back of it. Kids, look, bloodstains. <laughs> Guess ca- Christmas is canceled this year. <laughs> Yay, Imagination Christmas! <laughs> imagination and love is dead. Mentioned so far. What was that? That's twice Christmas has been mentioned so far. Magical time of the year. I'm, there you go. This guy dropping out the voices. Oakley Dokley. I just love, he's had some of the most important messages of our time. Like, Daddy, what do taxes pay for? Like, oh, everything, sun, trees, sunshine, and those people who just don't feel like working, God bless them. (laughs) Oh, it's true. You know what? Uh, You could actually take over for Ned Flanders, because it seems like a lot of people are starting to leave the show. He came back, he decided they gave him enough money. I'm kind of glad. Because, I mean, as, as terrible as it is, it really was turning around between, like, 2010 and 2014, kind of. Tentatively, it was getting a little better. <laughs> I, I, I had my fingers crossed, but I was just like, "Come on, drop out of the show, come no. on." It would be. I mean, I want them to shut it down, obviously, because at this point, it's painful. But if they're going to keep going, you got to keep the best guy on. I was yeah. pretty upset that he actually came back because I thought that that would like be the end of the show. It would be, if, but, but no, they can't at this point. Realize that they need to stop. Look, the show is never going. It's been renewed. That's the problem. At this point, it's contract. They have to. Yeah, here's the thing. It's never going to stop because, believe it or not, people watch, and I don't know why. It's really, I mean, I'll take any episode from the last five years over any episode from the previous eight any day, but that's not saying much. Yeah, I, I just don't understand. Like, you can't blame, look, nobody here likes Fox, I'm sure. You can't blame Fox. You can't blame the people who make the show. You have to blame the people who keep watching for whatever reason. I blame the writers. I will well, continue I to blame them. The original writers left. All the original writers. Well, actually, I think uh, yeah. who's uh, that really tall guy who they satirize with the tall guy in the tiny car? Uh, Ian Maxtone Graham. He's still on, I think. Yes. 
It's so weird how I just know these tiny bits and pieces about production. He's grabbing a paycheck and tying a rope around his neck at the same time. <laughs> oh, well, everyone has to drive a vehicle, even the very tall. They actually had a really great gag, one of the only good gags, sadly, in the episode with Cheech and Chong. And that's really sad, and that tells you about the new show. But they were all in, at the concert watching him, and he's just like, you know, head and shoulders above the cloud of pot smoke. Oh, I don't get it. You know what? You know who they could, how they could save the show? What's that? Poochie spinoff. <laughs> well, he is in my face. Yeah, he's in your face. Yeah, Hans spinoff. Hans Mole Man, his, enti- his own show. <laughs> Hello, welcome to Hans Moleman spinoff. Good <laughs> Moleman to you. I'm going to lock you up and just keep you on board for the show all the time. Today, dance, monkey, dance. episode 76 of my new podcast. Can I eat now? <laughs> Five more voices. They took out most of my colon. I, I, I love that episode when Homer takes in Hans Moleman as like yes. a for Bart. And he's like, go ahead, son. It's like kissing a peanut. <laughs> I believed it. He looked like he would taste like a peanut. Yeah. Cowabunga, dude. Dude, I'm, I'm coming out from work tomorrow. I'm just watching old Simpsons all day. Right? You can, it never gets old. Yeah, I'm just like, I can't come in. Uh, I have cancer. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sure to clear up by tomorrow. Yeah. Hello, work. Uh, can't come in. Religious holiday. Yeah. Feast of uh, maximum occupancy. Uh, I found out I'm addicted to tobacco. Tobacco. <laughs> it's going to take a while. You guys know that's real now, by the way, right? Uh, well, they have grafted tomatoes onto tobacco plants. But that's okay. that's not that weird because they are in the same family, which if I recall is the nightshade family that also includes eggplants because I'm a gigantic nerd. Uh, I'm sorry, you're on the right show. <laughs> yes. Where can I get tobacco? Who's selling tomato? it? <laughs> I don't think it contains nicotine, or maybe it does a little in like the leaves. I'm it's sure. better. I know I'm that eggplants sure contain nicotine. Egg, there's nicotine in eggplants, so you can just get it from there. Really? And that's why they're terrible. Just need to buy more eggplants. If you buy eggplants anyway, they're great. By the way, I want to I want to put this out on the air. I am very angry at cartoons act the egg because I always thought that eggplants were actually eggs. <laughs> Remember when they just like throw eggplants and they turn to? Are you sure he's mad at that? Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I seriously like I, like three years like three years ago I cut my first eggplant. I was like, wait a minute, there's no egg in here. <laughs> You're like, wait, wait, where's, this where's, is wrong. Where's the yolk? Where's the yolk? Go back. I, I can't recall ever seeing an eggplant in an American cartoon. I mean, the, the Japanese like them a lot because they're funny looking, but I. Hmm. And Katie, Maybe an yeah. old, old, like, 30s and like, 40s yeah, cartoons. Like, like, like Pat's Avery Really old okay, ones. Okay, sure, yeah. where they were zany enough that they would just make that a joke. Yeah. I yeah. could see that. All right, and Katie, it turns out the guy who's growing them, who, you know, grafted them, yes, hmm. uh, doesn't sell them. He keeps them for himself. What? Well, he probably can't. Yeah, I believe legally he can't sell it. He'll get, like, a know. combination of the government and the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms, and the angry cow from that Simpsons episode who was addicted to tobacco and voiced by Frank Welker. We're going to crash his helicopter. <laughs> Good old Frank Welker. I greatly appreciate you, newbie. I oh, thank you. you. Yeah, I mean, he only dropped his name at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Kate, don't you remember? He's Cold Fusion. That's right. You know what? I'm, you're going to have to come out to, like, uh, Cold as Ice by a Foreigner. Oh, that's a good song. I, I, that's going to be your opening. Yes. Oh, I like to rock, but I don't play any instruments. 
I play guitar. I can I can hook that up for you. Oh! We still have yet to hear that, by the way. Well, that's because I gotta look. I have to stop being lazy. No, just uh, him playing guitar in general here. I'm pretty sure you have heard me play something, but I've like, not. Oh. No, we've no, never we heard not. this. In the history of us knowing you, we've never done any of that. Well, there's a lot of stuff you guys have told me to do that I haven't done yet. It's only too bad Skype desynchronizes a bit, or I could like join you in on the mouth bass and be like. I would assume you'd be singing. Yeah, well, I could do that, too. Because I can. I mean, you know, I had I, uh, Bobby McFerrin it up a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that I recently found out that a classic song from, uh, you know those guys who did the, the weird Spung Monkeys in the Quiznos commercial? Yes. Rather good. They, uh, they had an old cartoon that I loved, <laughs> and I recently found out he was actually based on a Bobby McFerrin song. It was like the same thing. And his version is all, it's, oh, baby, I'm thinking about your body. And their version is all, oh, baby, I'm thinking about your axe wound. <laughs> and then they go, go through every, like, variation of words for the vagina. <laughs> baby, I'm thinking about your minge. Thinking about your spam purse. Thinking about your flange. This, thinking about your big fact. Yeah, they are, they are English, and I love English people. Well, you know, now we're going to have to deport you. I'm sorry. Oh, my. Listen, uh, we're still sore about that, uh, you know, the Revolutionary War thing. <laughs> it's a very, you know, it's a sore spot. No, I they can come over and take over any moment. As long as, yeah, that's why you got to have guns to keep the King of England out of your face. Yeah, it's like uh, I, I always keep a lantern and a horse on, you know, at the ready in case I need to run through the, t- you know, through the village. You fool, you need to have two lanterns that they come by sea. They doom us all. Because, you know, they wouldn't just fly over. Right. <laughs> Shit, i got to carry three lanterns now. What am I going to do? One and a half lanterns if by air. Try. <laughs> I won't have any of that dry British wit. Mm, wouldn't dream of it, sir. We're talking about British humor, i got to ask. Uh, Monty Python? Yes. All the yeah. way. All of the Monty Python forever. There wasn't See, enough. That's how I can tell uh, who I'm going to like and who I'm not going to talk to. <laughs> Uh, I would they either say no or who? Unfortunately, all the best impressions from there all involve falsetto, and it's not working at the moment. That means I'll. Right. It's important. Uh, I mean, are you watching anything British, you know, uh, and comedic at the moment? Or? Yeah, because I'm in Seattle, and we have an excellent public television station, and it has old Red Dwarf episodes and reruns of really old Doctor Who. Now, are you talking the like? When you say old, do you mean like you know early David Tennant stuff, or do you mean like really old? I love that. I, I knew that would someday become a distinction. Now they were on the old stuff. No, see, that's what I like. All the way through. The one with the big scarf. That was one of them. Yes. Kid, you know there's been more than one. Right? That's okay. That's the public image. It's like saying Stanley invented Spider-Man. Like, yes. Okay. Close or enough. Anything. He's the face. You gotta have a face. Faces are how things work. Everyone kept telling me, you should watch Doctor Who. And I was like, okay, where can I find season one? <laughs> or like, no, that's not, no, just start like with David Tennant. And I'm like, no. Just start in the ninth start season. Fucking season one. You Tell me where that. I can find that. Well, okay, the thing is, you can't watch the entire show because yeah. a lot of it's been lost. Unfortunately, well, most of the second well, Doctor. You know what? And that's what everyone keeps telling me. Mm. And that's not the fucking point. The, <laughs> I want to watch whatever the earliest episodes are. Through Katie's going to hop in the TARDIS herself, go back in time, yes. and save those tapes. Yes. That's fine. I have this excellent friend, this really cool British friend who's really creative and writes funny stuff. And um, I don't know if you know him, but he, uh, he did the Centaur and Herald. It was just a, a parody news thing. 
And uh, he came up with this really great idea for like a Doctor Who story where it was uh, about the lost tapes and like they go back in time and they're trying to preserve old tapes of something and then they get into like a fight because they always get into fights and they run away and those tapes get destroyed and it turns out it was their fault. See, I love stuff involving t- where like it's a loop like that. Yes. Uh, I I hate to keep going back to comics, but like uh, I'm big into the Flash and that's kind of the whole thing. I always bring that up to Katie and Gus. Like, Wait, I, do, I don't know. you like the Flash? What's happening now? He, he travels in time from time to time, but I don't know very often that he loops on himself. And then again, I haven't read too many of those. Well, actually, he's looped multiple times, and turns out uh, I don't want to get into this because I've done it a million times at the time. Basically, he can't go back in time to save his parents because that prevents him from ever becoming the Flash in the first place. Ah, uh, standard paradox. Yeah. Now, so, those, those really suck. Yeah, so it's like he can do it, but then he won't exist. Well, the problem is you've got to give yourself some other trauma. You gotta go back, save your parents, and like kick your young self in the balls or something. It's like okay, well, I, his enemy did that. I his enemy took care of that. His enemy went back, uh, told him in a baseball game, you know, little league, pushed his hand aside so he missed it, <laughs> tripped him downstairs, you know, just lost his homework so he couldn't turn in it. Just all this little petty, you know, really <laughs> shitty things. That's it's awesome. Just like, it's like you have this infinite power to go anywhere throughout time and space. And this is how you use it to pick on, like, a, a six-year-old. It sounds like a Venture Brothers enemy. It sounds like yeah, some kind of villain they would have. It's like, so you did your homework, <laughs> huh? I don't think so. Yeah. Going to deep. <laughs> I am the Timelin. Like, like a gremlin who goes back in time. Best Venture Brother villain? He just Venture. Yeah, he would do that, wouldn't he? Nah. You know who the best character is? Who's that? The one who knows freaking uh, Kung Fu. <laughs> I'm like a deadly master of the martial arts. I want to bust out some sweet Jimkata moves. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> that show is just made of fantastic references. It's one of the few uh, Adult Swim things that I actually do really enjoy. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, there are, I'm gonna be honest. There aren't many of them, but that's one of them. Okay. That's sad, by the way. Well, I mean, they've got some good stuff, but you, you can't like everything, man. I've learned that. Like, what is that? It's like, that's Mandy Sands from Degrassi. It's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know that quote, and I know the episode. Speaking of Degrassi, if we can loop it back to what we were talking about in the beginning. Ah. Well, uh, I actually tried to get to this news, but Gus and Katie accused me of uh, having sex with Ben Affleck. No, we said you were dick writing. That's from the Boondocks. That's still having sex. No, dick riding is, it's like brown nosing. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's like I ain't dick riding well, on your nuts, You're just man. on the other side. I am thinking of, liter- when I say, when you guys say dick riding, I imagine literally riding one's dick. Even that would only be hot-dogging. I think you can still get away with that. Well, but wouldn't not to David. ride it, wouldn't to ride it, you would have to insert it? <laughs> I mean, oh, good point. Because, I mean, if you're just hot-dogging it, you're kind of just, like, sliding on it. That's true. I'm just I'm thinking of things that you ride in real life, and it's like a bicycle seat. Unless you, you tilt to... it wrong, it's not going up inside you. No, but... A horse's saddle, it does have something on it, but you're supposed to hold onto that part. I don't know how you've been riding. Well, I mean, you know, remember the South Park episode where they uh, created the gyro machine? Yes! That thing was great! Oh! <laughs> because that's exactly what would happen. They would shut it down. Oh, it's so sad okay. and true. Just so people know, this isn't the news I wanted to get to. No, yeah, you were talking about Ben Affleck. Uh, okay, you know, Batman, he's going to direct all that stuff, nobody cares. Are you excited, or have you even heard of Mallrats 2? Oh, I, geez, I want to say I heard something or other from, from Kevin Smith. Maybe that's what that was. 
Yeah, he's going to be making Clerks 3. Okay, that that I heard about. Which is... And Mallrats 2, which is now named Mallbrats. Okay, okay, so it's the next generation there. And apparently he... Well, no, everyone's returning from the first movie. Hmm. His daughter is going to be in it, but, you know... Excellent! Because... I always wanted yeah, to see her did. in something. Well, you'll get to in Yoga Hosers. I'll watch her in Tusk. Uh, they're actually... No, 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 no. Just that scene in Tusk is good. The rest of the movie was just not as... Good. We don't We don't need to discuss Tusk right now. That's not important. What's funny is I knew about, even though I didn't know the movie, I knew about Tusk like a year or two before you guys had even heard of it. Oh, we know the DC villain, and even then I don't know him. Mm. Okay, but the, the news I keep meaning to get to, Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck have been texting back and forth. Uh, apparently, he's actually been discussing possibly returning for more rats too. Oh. I thought he's divorced from Jennifer Garner, and apparently she was the one that was getting in between them. She was the Yoko Ono. Oh. You mean Yoko? That's fine. Jennifer Garner is hideous. Kevin Smith did not like Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner, Garner, I'm sorry, is a monster. She has a weird face, and I. She does have a weird face. Well, did you guys ever see that uh, Five for Dinner or whatever where they were on together? No. It was uh, Colin Farrell. uh, What's his name? The guy who directed Iron Man. I can't believe I forgot his name. John Favreau. John Favreau, yes. Uh, Kevin Smith, Ben Affleck, and Jennifer Garner. Hmm. And the four guys are smoking, they're drinking, they're telling jokes or whatever. And, uh, you know, Kevin and Ben are making jokes back and forth. And every time Kevin makes a joke about Ben, he's just like, you know, that's my guy. You shouldn't be talking about Oh, my like that. God. She's she such was. a kind. She said, no, she said like, if you not... make fun of him again, I'll kick your ass. Well, she got really mad because at one point, Kevin was just like, hey, guess what? If I never put uh, your husband in a movie, he wouldn't be here right now. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be somebody with no sense of humor and Kevin Smith really shouldn't be in the same room. That guy doesn't have a filter, and nor should he. <laughs> well, the part that really made him mad is that Ben was laughing at all of Kevin's jokes. Of course, because, oh dear. People, yeah, she, oh. Was, she was not a very funny person. No, and I hate to say it, but it's true of a lot of women, and it's just because they're not raised on the good humor. Gotta be raised Sorry? on the good humor. You'd be surprised, but someone in this podcast agrees with you. Mm. And it's not me or Gus. Well, of course. Who would know better? It's the other. It's the woman on the podcast who doesn't think women are funny. It's unfortunate. That it's just environmental, isn't it? I mean, it's not inherent. No, you know that's not true. It's not just environmental. You women think it's inherent? Funny. <laughs> I don't. You know, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say this. I think women can be funny. I think that uh, Hollywood doesn't want the funny women. There's that too. I think it's just they're not raised on the right stuff. I mean, I mean, my sister is incredibly funny because she was raised on the Monty Python and Cheech and Chong and all that along with me. She's got, like, an identical sense of humor. Then again, she's really cool. <laughs> she and her friend dressed up as Rule 63J and Silent Bob once, and they were dead on. I wish I had a picture. See, I always appreciate that stuff. Right? Uh, I think this Comic-Con, I'm either going to go as a Joseph Joestar, or I'm going to go as a Steve Dave from Mallrats. <laughs> Steve Dave! New York City Comic-Con. Oh, there's someone San Diego No, he's not. No, he's like, not here. That's already over. Break the news something. Like, like, Matt, it's, like, it's, it's over. It's gone. Yeah, well, you I, I can't wait to go. It takes a while. Like, Look, we got the TARDIS. I can hop back. <laughs> I'll, I'll go back and do that, and then I'll save the Doctor Who tapes. Humorous cosplay really <laughs> is the best. I've always wanted to combine some franchises in a way that would hopefully offend some other nerds. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like be a Klingon Jedi or something. Then I thought even better be a Klingon Green Lantern. And if I could get a hold of some like neon green plastic and make a batleth out of it, then I would totally do that. I'm already rocking 90% of the Klingon look. I just need the forehead. 
You know what you do is you just uh, you cosplay a character and then just say things that are incorrect. Yes. <laughs> now, the the best thing was when I was at the Renaissance Festival and a bunch of guys in Stormtrooper outfits are there like, oh, we're so clever. <laughs> we're in the wrong place. I'm like, I just want to yell out, Star Trek sucks. Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> One of those guys had an aneurysm and died. I hope you can live that. <laughs> you killed a man. Hey, a door killed another one of them, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, I mean, Harrison Ford got hit by a door, so those are deadly animals. Uh, a- enemies, not animals. Well, they are enemies in some video games, as I recall. The first yeah. time a door came to life and fell on me in Zelda, I was like, this can happen? What? <laughs> you can die. Uh, doors will kill you. Mm. I mean, you know, I don't know if they're doors per se, but I mean, there are, like, you know, uh, stone blocks that can fall on you in uh, Mario. Well, I know the doors will kill you if you try to steal their music. Yeah. Well, I mean, they killed one of their own. Right. That's right. Conspiracy. That happened. I have no evidence to back that up, but I'm just going to say it. Janet. Also, Stanley Kubrick uh, filmed the moon landing. That's right. In a secret soundstage on the moon. Yes. Again, no evidence, but he, I'm just going to no, say No, 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 no. He leaves hints in The Shining. He lets you know. <laughs> In The Shining. <laughs> the whole point, Katie, is that I have no evidence. I don't have that on me. No, no, no. But he, le- he like, watch The Shining. He, he leaves you he leaves you the tidbits. You just got to put the puzzle pieces together. Ooh, Somewhere, tidbits. Stanley Kubrick's just like, what the fuck? No, he didn't. Like, Scatman Carruthers represents the crater. <laughs> He's just wondering, like, what the hell are they talking about? I didn't do that. When you Stop. see it, you'll shit Kubrick's. <laughs> what was that? Kubrick documentary. I'm doing funny hand gestures now, but they don't really translate over the, over the microphone. Oh, He's doing hands. Uh, See, the problem is I don't improvise very well. <laughs> so people need to like, check this out. People We're need like, to feed uh, me we, lines. Sorry, that's what. Remember, that's what I'm gonna do. Is I'm gonna whack you up. Yes. And you be like, say this. He's <laughs> just like, can I go home now? This. Please. <laughs> I haven't eaten in months. I I don't even think you can go that long. He's so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that's the sound stomach game. Theater of the mind. It felt like I was right there in a stomach. <laughs> just like, where, where, where'd I go? I thought it was in my house, but no. Oh, man. Did you ever, like, puke so hard you rip your entire stomach and have to lie down? I don't have a joke to go with that. It just happened to me once. <laughs> Sorry. Listen, you, you know what this is called? This is called riffing. This is what real radio people do. Yeah, riffing. We don't need a script. We can just, you know, on a fly, boom, bang. Rem- Check this out. Puking. That just reminds me of that show, Tripping the Rift, that had, I want to say, Jason Alexander in it, or maybe somebody else. <laughs> it was, do you remember that? It was, a, it was a sci-fi CGI show that was really kind of dumb. I don't know. a little purple guy with, like, three eyes, and it had the, the standard booby lady, and then it had, um... Oh, I don't know. The standard booby lady? Is that like a... In sci-fi, you know, you got to have the one... you got your 7 of <laughs> 9 like, or whoever you've got. She's like, uh, check these out, huh? Yeah. Pretty weird, right? <laughs> exactly. Somewhere, some guy who just got called a, uh, you know, who was told that Star Trek sucks, just like, I want to have sex with that. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if, like, we went into space, we met all the aliens, but, like, humans were the only ones with boobs, and that became our thing? 
Well, I mean, uh, if we can take it back to Co. Oh. I've actually discussed invasion plans with people on Co. Ooh. Apparently, the way that humans take over is that we will just have sex with anything. I could see that. So you just drop humans out of like spaceships and just they start having sex with the entire race of aliens. I need to do this for the good of Earth. This is for mankind. Welcome to Earth. Yeah, welcome to Earth. Like the, <laughs> Earth. It's like, but we're, you're on my planet. It's Earth now. Yeah. Uh, let's, get, let's get jiggy with it. I just, and now I'm just thinking of the Futurama episode with the brain balls. Yeah, bounce. I just watched that one the other day. They've got a lot of chutzpah. <laughs> I gotta ask. We, okay, we all agreed, yes, Simpsons went on too long. Did Futurama? I'm afraid so. The movies you could tolerate, but after that... They obviously, yeah, you remember there was a, a dispute over their pay, and I'm assuming what happened is the same thing that happened with The Simpsons, is the actors needed so much money, they couldn't hire even decent writers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, I, were, you know, I, I like the later seasons, I just feel like it's very, it's a very different feel, and you just kind of gotta groove into it, sort of, hmm. you gotta, you gotta get into that new mindset. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if there were some people that only liked the later seasons, it's just a, it's a different angle. It, but like the the later seasons, you really do have to change your your mindset on it. I think. Yeah, explore the space. Explore the space. <laughs> All right, and uh, we're gonna hop over Family. We're just gonna ask like if shows have gone on too long. Yeah. Family Guy. Oddly enough, that's a strange situation. In my opinion, it was great when it first started. Even if the first season was has that weird sort of wow, that's the joke. Ooh, the baby said something. Um, but when it came back from uh, cancellation, it was god-awful. And then it changed to a different kind of awful, where it was just way up in your face soapboxing all the time, and then did a total 180 when the writers realized that everyone is sick of hearing from Brian. So we got, like, as I recall, like three episodes in a row with the show handing his ass to him, finally culminating with the Rush Limbaugh episode. It was so fantastic, where he explains to him that you're not really a liberal, you're just a contrarian, and you just take whatever side will get you into fights. And that's when the show was deciding, you know what, we're sick of making it political all the time. And it got better. It's wacky, it's bizarre, and it's occasionally just aggressively stupid. But it's I'll, it's a lot better now than it was after it came back from cancellation, in my opinion. And now I'm just blathering. No, it's fine. <laughs> You're saying it's better. It's better. In, in, but is it good? Yeah, I think at, at least one out of three, if not two out of three, is good. Is it the best of the... Because uh, there are three of them. Is it the best McFarlane show? Or? Oh, no, because because American Dad got so much better after the first couple of seasons, and it never went back down. Oh, American Dad? I thought, I thought I, you were going to say Cleveland Show. I, I, I like Cleveland Show the best. I like Cleveland Show the most consistently. When the Cleveland Show comes on, you know what you're going to see. It's going to be a chuckle. You're going to have a good time. It's not going to be bad. It's not going to be great. It's over. I like that David Lynch is on the Cleveland show, but I like the rest of the show too. Specifically David Lynch. Yes, I he like He was a fantastic character. He he owned that role. I like that Cleveland Lynch or god damn, I can't talk right now. I, I like that David Lynch's character is called Gus. That's fun for me. What is that a reference to? I No, my husband is named Gus. Oh, yes, of course. Okay. I thought, <laughs> I thought it was something clever. Yeah. Or I guess it's just thoroughly unimpressed. He's just like, that's it? He just like all characters named Gus. He just like the baby from Drew Carey show, King Gus. Uh, yeah, she just points the screen. She's just like, look. He's like, I know. It's my name. <laughs> all right, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> He's named like my name. Katie, go, go lay down. Uh, no, go no, lay no, down, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I just want to name all the famous Gus. Let's name all of them. What are them? There was Angus. Uh, that doesn't count. 
Wait, from the like the crappy teenage, you know, coming of age movie Angus. Yes, that that movie My spoke God. to me. It kind of. I mean, I don't. You guys know who last was? movie? He's like, I, I I had a great career. I went ended on this note. <laughs> you guys know who really liked uh, the Angus movie? Who's that? Brandon Creasy. None of you guys know who that is. Oh. Who? Who? What? What doesn't Brandon Creasy? You don't know who that no, is. No, we don't know who it is. You could make up any old name. Dang, Matt. I thought you said Brandon Fraser. Yeah, I thought so. No. <laughs> it was just actually Fraser. Fraser loved that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hot. Yeah. I'm... Niles, I find this show intellectually stimulating. <laughs> I can't think of any lines, but I, lo- I love speaking erudite like that guy. Between him and Fra- and uh, Star Trek, man, I've always had good in- influence to speak well. <laughs> it comes in handy. When you, you're, you're proving when it. When you're narrating and you want to sound really classy and you can just say, I don't know. And he was great as Beast. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with you. <laughs> I should he's pretty good. Hey, we're tying it all in. Major Crane. Yeah. Yeah. Never, yes. He's, oh, I thought you guys like, did he die or something? Because you're talking No. Dying. Well, it's just that well, he isn't he, in anything anymore. And when he, he interviews and stuff, he's so boring because, you know, like a lot of actors, he's kind of only funny when he's acting. I, I do find it funny though. He tries to blame him that that he's been blackballed for these like public things. Like, weren't you like on Boss for like two seasons? Like, <laughs> yes, he's getting he's blackballed because he's a Republican. Meanwhile, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was just in the na- new Terminator. <laughs> it's twice. And that I've been movie twice. There's so much of me that I had to use CGI and put an Arnold in. It's good time. His love child is real scary looking. Oh. Who, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. I've not seen his kid. No. His child's okay. real scary looking. Yeah. He, you know what? He would make a great, great, like, like X-Men, like one of those mutated ones, like like two. Like one that's real fucked up. One that doesn't talk? <laughs> You're right. He looks like... Who do we have that doesn't speak? Oh, dear. He looks like Rocky Dennis, eh? Yeah, look, picture Rocky Dennis and, 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 like, Schwarzenegger, and they fucked, and they had, like... (laughs) So he looks like the parodies of Schwarzenegger that they draw when they do caricatures, where they always give him, like, a gigantic, huge forehead. You know what? He really does. Oh, my. With long hair. With long hair. Long, curly, shitty hair. Some of us have that. Are we judging people's hair now? I judge all things. That's okay. Judging is cool, judging and in the best, and you get to be judged yourself. It comes right along with the package. It comes free. What's funny is this whole podcast was assembled with the idea that we would not be judgmental and we would instead talk about things that we like. Let's just be mental. We, well, we are talking yeah. about things we like. We like talking about things that we hate, and that makes well, us like things like that. We <laughs> like things that we hate. I, I, yeah, I like hating on things. It is fun. I since I was a kid, man, I've always loved. I mean, I was so proud of myself when I was like seven, and I got a Super Shredder action figure, and I'm like, hey, he doesn't have the cape. <laughs> I, I was given this, but ugh, I noticed I that, and it. that's cool. No, I still loved it, but I was just like, I was proud of myself, and I want to say my parents were also proud of me. <laughs> I remember I remember when I was in third grade, SpongeBob was really big, and I was the only kid who didn't like SpongeBob, and I was like, all oh, these kids are idiots. You're all like, all of you. I just picture you smoking a cigarette while you're saying Right? Yeah. I, I was that kid that would sit in the corner and be like, you're all idiots. I'd, I was like in second and third grade. Which kid is like seven. And she, yeah, kid's just like seven, smoking a cigarette, leaning against a locker. She's like... It looks like Bill Hicks. Surrounded by... <laughs> <laughs> no, I never liked yeah. that either, but then I didn't watch it, so that's not really fair. 
I will say uh, SpongeBob seasons one through three, which seems to be the magic number for cartoons. Oh, by the way, that's a show that that's running way too long. That's what I've heard. Absolutely. That's what everyone says, and I was like, really? So it used to be good because I don't see how it that's was. possible. But I, no, then I again, one- you know, I've I've been proven wrong so many times. Uh, I didn't watch Phineas and Ferb for like three years, and finally I'm like. Oh my god, this is the most clever show ever made. It's by the guys who did Rocco. How did I not know about this? And it's because it had a stupid name and stupid art. And the premise sounded like it was just some, oh, get out and play, kids. Be active. Don't eat food, you know. The funny thing is you find out about it, and now it's like ending. Yes! No, I did get a couple of good years of it, but those years were the years when it was like an episode coming out a year. Yeah, Disney's like, people like this, better stretch it out. That's Disney, all right. Hey, let's put it on the pay-only channel, you know. Where we're not supposed to be making any money on ads because it's supposed to be for reruns. <laughs> do, 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 give us your wallet. <laughs> I tried to get into Phineas and Ferb, and I just got mad every time the platypus had, like, a thing going on. Like, I didn't want to watch that. I just wanted to watch the kids build shit. You didn't enjoy it? But the Doofenshmirtz and Perry plots were, like, the best to a lot of people. Yeah, that's, that's no, I, the I, show. I, for some reason, every time it got to that point, I was like, God damn it, I wanted to, like... See them make the Oh, because they always pulled away at like the best point, right? When they decided what they were going to do, they would pull away. You know what they should do is just make it two separate shows. Ah, Perry the Platypus. I see I have my own show now. I like the Platypus better when he's not being a secret agent. Like when he's just on all fours and it's like, Arr! like yeah, he I makes that great sound. Then. You know the best gag is is that uh he puts on the he takes off the hat and just he can't recognize him. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. The platypus? Oh, Perry the, the Platypus. platypus. <laughs> there you go. about this, all I wish was like imagine how amazing it would have been if they gave Monkey from Dexter's Laboratory his own. Spin-off. He really needed. Oh my god, it. that would have been fantastic, and those need to cross over now. Oh god. You know what? Uh, what's, what's Marvel Civil War? Fuck off. Batman for Superman? Get lost. Monkey and Perry the Platypus? Let's go. Oh my god, make it happen, Disney and Warner Brothers. You can do it. You can yes. enemies, but you can work together. That episode, Monkey. Just two the, the uh, demons one, the and two one? shaking hands. Yeah, the, the duck that was like the same thing. Yeah, like Mandark made? Yeah, yeah, Mandark's duck. That's right, and they, they did a shot-for-shot shot remake of the intro. I liked Mandark so much. <laughs> yeah, that shtick got old real quickly, but it was funny the first few times. That should be a thing, right? Like, uh, shows that should deserve their own spin-offs. Mm. Like, Secret Agent Squirrel from the Two Stupid Dogs cartoons. Oh my yeah, God. he needed a spin-off. That guy was cool. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys know he was from another cartoon. That's yeah. right. That's the... <laughs> That was a weirdly kind of incestual time in Hanna-Barbera where they're like, hey, what old thing do we own that we can dig up? Okay, let's just, you know, let's put Secret Squirrel in this thing, sure. And, oh, what, those guys want to make a dumb show with Space Ghost? Sure, let's let them do that, whatever. And then, What I always wonder is, like, I was like, are the two stupid dogs? I know, but I mean, at the time, I'm sure it looked like a terrible idea. Oh, no, yeah, it was great. I, I remember, I was making said, three I'm sure the executives could not have been. Ghost, coast, coast. I don't know, the executives probably just asking, well, make money? Yeah, it's, I'm sure they like, oh, <laughs> There's no way they had any faith in it when they put it out. They're like, okay, this is going to cost us nothing, right? Oh, you're going to use like clips from the show. Cool, have fun. I just wish, I just wish Hanna Barbera just like went like, fuck it, let's, you know what? Go, go dark with these cartoons. Like, you know how they did <laughs> that, uh, that Boo Boo Bear one where he fucking went when he went feral. I wish they just kept going with all their cartoons. It was like, called Little John K. That was by John K, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. I'm not a big fan. Of John Me neither, K. but I understand why people do. You can't get his stuff anywhere else. And I have to admit, I liked parts of Mighty B, not the parts that were clearly influenced by him, but... 
You know, I, that's, I'm going to be honest. That's one of the shows I couldn't get into. I, it might be good. I didn't lose any sleep on it or anything. It was just like, oh, it's on. Oh, this is cute. I like Amy Poehler's character. This is fun. Well, you, you don't understand. I'm looking at you to defend it. What? I'm like, listen, I will live or die whether you defend this show. <laughs> Go. Was that the one with the Girl Scout? Yeah, it's Amy yeah. Poehler. It was Amy Poehler doing her adorable little girl character from SNL, and it worked. Well, Come on, Katie. I might not know. Oh, like it. maybe two episodes of that. Most people well, didn't Katie, catch it I might much. Not like it. It was, a, but at least I know what it is. Nickelodeon at the time had a schizophrenic schedule. You could turn it on. They still do. You would have no idea what was on. And there, I mean, their channel guide at the time was never accurate because they were flipping it up all the time. Like, oh, okay, we're going to put on like six episodes of Avatar today, and then we're uh, not going to show any more for a week, and then we're going to show like two the next week, and. I remember that. You uh, would turn it on and be like, okay, it's Gamble. Let's yeah. get what's fine. There was a time where they were just spinning like a wheel, just like... Yep. Nick Roulette. Right now. Just <laughs> Tune in for Nick Roulette. If you watch a show you don't like, go slime yourself. <laughs> but they've made up for it now. As far as I'm concerned, the, the 90s are all that block on Teen Nick has made up for everything bad Nickelodeon's done. Can I ask... Uh... Katie, Gus, you guys still don't know about this, but on Co, there's a lot of talk and nostalgia. Do you see that as a bad thing, or what? I just find it annoying when they try to go, "Big, you know, '90s kid rocks." It's like, no, the '90s, if I recall, the only thing that was good was, yes, the cartoons, but yeah. <laughs> the '90s as a whole was pretty shitty. You know That's what okay. I remember from the '90s? Mm-hmm. All of the little girls wearing those soft pants. There were a lot of soft pants around, I recall. A lot of soft pants. And they would have, like, designs of, like, teddy bears on them. And everyone wore them. Oh, you mean those weird, like, soft tights things? Yeah, they were, like... Yeah, a lot of stretch pants, a lot of tights. It looked comfortable. But but they were almost like pajama pants, and everyone had them. I recall that. I remember... People still did. Yeah, I think they... Well, they put them on kids a lot, because it's like, what kid wants to wear jeans? That's uncomfortable. I still don't. You know what? If I could wear pajama pants to work, I would. Right. I mean, I always wear sweatpants. It's the next closest thing. But I'm not wearing, like, ugly, gross sweatpants with the bottoms bunched up. They're, they look like regular pants. They're just made of nice fabric. They got cargo pockets. Uh, I'm dressed as the Italian stereotype. I just got, like, a stained white beater on right now. Uh, I am butt-ass nude. You gotta say Perfect. you gotta say butt-ass in that order. Oh, I thought you were... Okay. Wait, you thought he was... <laughs> just, he's just... Silence. <laughs> This is great for uh, entertainment. This is what people love to hear. Speaking of stupid endless insurance commercials, how in the hell did they get the Coneheads to do a stupid insurance commercial? What well, the? I mean... That yes to everything, though. I mean, I, and they got what's-her-name from Third Rock from the Sun, too, and they even got the daughter in the last one. Yeah, Jane Curtin. That's right. I like her. I like God. Third Rock from the Sun. Yes, that was a great show, man. I, Kate, Katie was like, I was watching it like a like uh, like just a few um, like months ago. I was watching all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Katie at first was like, I don't understand this. Like, I, I walked in and it was like a show that I remember kids being like, Yeah, this is a great show. And of course, I was <laughs> really? like, Fuck you guys, I'm not gonna watch it then. So I, 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 I kids' taste in adult sitcoms is always gonna be a little weird because they can't possibly get it right. Right, well, I remember watching Seinfeld when I was ten, and they would and like Elaine's talking about her diaphragm coming out. I'm like, the muscle under your lungs came out. What the hell? <laughs> but I walked in, and Gus is watching it, and I'm like, why the fuck are you watching this schlock? Like that was. Katie still hasn't put down her cigar from the third grade. 
What about Sega? Oh no, I was just saying Katie still has not put down her cigarette from the oh, third put grade. Oh, put cigarette. The cigarette of cynicality. Since the third grade, she's been walking around just judging people. She's like, ugh. God, well, you've got to. On. It's part of no. growing up and having taste and discerning. It's just part of taste is uh, hating everything someone else. Unfortunately, wants. that's what tends to happen. But you've got to try to have taste. I remember you just walk around. I, I just walking around just like you disgust. Remember in third grade, I really liked um, Invader Zim, and then I yeah. found other kids liked it, and I got mad, and I stopped watching yeah, it. Okay, now that is the definition of hipsterism, I'm afraid. But I, but I was eight. Katie. Yeah, no. you were. <laughs> Katie was way ahead of the. She was a hipster before it was cool. Yeah. Well, see, I was in more the target audience for that. I think, being I was a teenager at the time. And, uh, yeah, Invader Zim's going, what was I going to say about, oh... I mean, you guys know it's back, right? Is it coming back? I, you hear things. Well, I, as a comic. I don't know what to believe anymore. Jonah Vasquez is doing it as a comic. Oh. I just want them to bring back as told by Ginger. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> you know like, be really, I hate to say it, but you know what would be really freaking fantastic? Take all the really funny, well-written shows that were unfortunate enough to have ugly, classy Chupo art and give them to <laughs> anyone else. <laughs> If we're, wait, if we're talking about cartoons are coming back, uh, I don't even know if I told Katie and Gus about this. Did you guys hear what's coming back? Powerpuffs? The cartoon show? Well, yes, but but Hey Arnold's coming no. back. No! And the Fuck original creators actually... No, wait, don't no, lie to let, me. Let, don't I wish pull my crank. physically so I could do the Elaine push. Yes! Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. I literally just got I into that I keep trying show. to get this out, and nobody lets <laughs> okay. me. Get out! The original create Gus. Craig Bartlett, yes, go on. Thank you. Is executive producer and head writer on the show. Oh, I just can't jizz myself. Is that I weird? can't. Matt, or is it is it is it Hey Arnold or is it Yo Pataki? <laughs> I was gonna say it's Hey Arnold right now. He's talked about Yo Pataki. <gasps> he hasn't confirmed it. Oh, that was legit. Yo Pataki didn't get named. You know what's great? He has name dropped it and said he he stopped a statement mid sentence, but he said if Hey Arnold is successful, uh, dot dot uh, dot. Yeah, that's how it goes, man. Oh, I remember we were talking about spinoffs. I was gonna say, Pinky and the Brain is probably the most deserved spinoff cartoon that I can think of. That was that was a legitimately well written cartoon. Yes, it was. That that held up on its own, possibly better than Animaniacs did as a whole. Uh, I'm gonna be honest, Animaniacs. It's kind of iffy now. Tiny Toons, if you watched it. Oh, God. Awful. Yeah, it did, it did not, not hold up, up, I'm afraid. You know, and I didn't love it at the time, but then I was always the kind of kid who was like, oh, I don't want to watch Toons. I don't know. I want to watch something cool. I want to watch, like, serious stuff like Batman or Ninja Turtles. And then as Ninja Turtles went on, I realized, oh, you know what? This is not really that serious anymore either. Only Batman, though, got consistently better with age. That's true. And, and that's I the funny. They had a lot of episodes that were about, like, gangsters or stuff and like no supervillains and I'm a kid I'm like snore and I watch it go Batman saved a guy who was his childhood friend almost got run over by a train this is so cool you know what Superman the animated series better than Batman the animated series I thought so at the time mainly for that reason because it was a lot more action and popcorn and at the time that's what I wanted yeah. my sister liked it a lot better I remember that it was like if Batman and Superman hour would come on and I'd be like okay if it's Superman we watch it if it's Batman you can have the TV I wanted to watch I them both, watch I had to compromise. Here's how it works. If something I like is on, it's good and we watch it. <laughs> something you like, it's bad and the TV goes off. <laughs> the TV goes off. Yeah, like, I'm not going to be in the room, but you're not allowed to watch it. No soup for you. I'm gonna... <laughs> you know that guy's still around. Yeah, right? the real guy. But the real yeah, he was He was not pleased, but he decided to spin it into a career, and I'm sure he's happy with the money it's made him. Yeah. I, no, I think he openly still bitches about it, even though he... Oh, no, he does. does he? 
the money like an asshole. Yeah. I've been in there, and if anybody brings it up, he's just... Ugh. <laughs> just, just so annoyed. Yeah, I think I would be annoyed, too, honestly. I mean, who, who needs their biz pulled into public like that? I don't know. But, Matt, have you seen the soup Nazi? I have, and he gets annoyed. If It's like, dude, if people didn't know you, nobody would be... Yeah, it's true. And I bet that probably busts his chops even worse. Yeah, because I'm going to be honest. His food's okay. It's okay. It's soup. I mean, who cares? You can get it out of yes. a can. Sorry, you know, I really like soup. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys talk about this, and then you're going to have the soup, and you're like, oh, my God. I'm sure it's great. I'm just saying, you know, soup is one of those foods. You can just freeze it's, it and give it. No, you know what? It's not great. I don't know. It's it's very middle of the road. It's just, mm. you, you eat it, and you're just like, meh. Yeah. Maybe it's an acquired taste. Well, you know what? No soup for you. Does he, yeah. does he have pea soup? He does. <gasps> now, there's something I've never heard anyone crave you're before. Gonna, you're going to be the person he, you go, who goes in there and he hates you. He's going to be like, I saw you on the show. He's just going to like, get out. <laughs> <laughs> just come in and he's like, hey, I don't know you from anything. <laughs> I know you spent your whole life learning to cook and everything, but that one time you were on the show, that was great. <laughs> Nothing else you ever did mattered, but that show. I think the only thing I would ask about is, can I get pea soup? <laughs> as long as you phrased it like that, I think it would kind of give you, like, uh, maybe the evil eye, but kind of slide it to you, hoping that you're being legit. Like, I mean, the, the actor had an accent. I don't know how much English the real guy speaks, but you're funny if he didn't, and he was like, you want pea and soup? Mm. <laughs> I just I just like pea soup. No, my I like favorite thing too. is that. Remember, uh, George ordered a tuna fish sandwich. He looks into the bag. He's just like, where's the bread? Bread is extra. <laughs> bread is extra. <laughs> but it's a sandwich. Bread is extra. Uh, it's a tuna fish sandwich. It comes to bread. Get out. I recall it being a soup, and he wanted bread with the soup. I don't remember there being sandwiches at the place. No, there was. they've gone in there a couple okay. times. Okay. Yeah, I, trust me, I know about the soup. Okay. I think everybody knows the soup. I just, Seinfeld is one of those shows where I, I have somehow memorized it despite not realizing it. And every time it comes on, I get that. You know when you're you, a show you watch once in a while, and you, you let it come on, you're like, okay, which episode is it? Have I seen this within like the last couple of months? If not, I'll watch it, but I don't want to see that one again. It's always like I just saw it. You know what? My memory's kind of faded of the show. i got to watch it again. You know, it's on, like, I realize one thing, though. It's on Hulu right okay. now. It's on TBS. It's on I'm going to spend all night watching it. <laughs> but, uh... But, uh I realized something about Seinfeld, something very important, hmm. and that is that I think no, that I think George Constanza is like the biggest, like the scariest sociopath on TV history. Oh, absolutely! After all, he was a toned down version of Larry David, basically. <laughs> Which and, makes Larry David terrifying as a human. Oh yeah, I mean, have you seen the Larry David show where he finally just plays himself, unfettered by TV standards, just on yeah. HBO, he can do whatever he wants. Can I ask? Uh, everybody here likes Larry David. Yes? Oh, of course. Does anybody want to actually meet the guy? Yes. No. He could get me famous, maybe. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd want to meet him. He's the kind of guy I think you could be honest about. Hey, Larry, I would like some money. And he'd be like, I appreciate your honesty. I have a hoarse voice because I'm Larry David. <laughs> I'm a Jew. I'm so Jew. <laughs> that just reminds me of the guy on The Simpsons who recurs all the time. The old old man. Oh, great man. She ain't what she used to be. <laughs> and they, they had them on like... An episode that was based on that movie about the upside down ship, whatever the hell it was. And Lisa's just looking around like, oh, look, there's some Jews on their way to Israel for the first time. And it's just that guy and some lady voiced by Tress McNeil. And she's like, we're going to see our son Shlomo. He's on a kibbutz in Haifa. And he's like, we're Jewish, all right. <laughs> you know who my favorite Jewish character on TV is? Who's that? I was cousin. Who's cousin? Kyle's cousin from Oh, Kyle's cousin, Kyle the Jew. Hey. 
Oh, it's it's very. Oh, God, I can't put your foot here. Uh, you guys know who my favorite uh, Jewish character is? What? Uh, Jesus. Oh, stereotyping Jews is terrible, though. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if he had that accent? He was like, oh, peace be with you. Oh, oh blessed are the meek. Oh, I got hemorrhoids. Oh, they're nailing me to a cross now. Oh. <laughs> They're nailing him. He's just like, oh, the sun. Final Supper, he's complaining about the dinner. He's like, you call this a roast beef? <laughs> Good thing this is the last supper. <laughs> you know, of all the voices, I think this one's my Jewish favorite. Jewish Jesus? Yeah, I'm just gonna they call, offer him. I'm just going to call you up. It's going to be 3 in yes. the morning. I'm just going to be like, dude, Jew, Jewish Jesus. But, come on. Like they, give him like a, didn't they, they give him like a sponge full of like vinegar and wine. And it gives him like, oh, do you have anything in maybe a nice Zinfandel? <laughs> now, my favorite Jewish accent character has to be Krusty's dad. Yeah. Voiced by the wonderful Jackie Mason. Uh, I always thought it was Tony Curtis, even though I know that's not true. <laughs> Because Gus is just begging himself to believe it. I just confused. I don't know because like I, I, it's Bad News Bears, <laughs> which is a great movie, by the way. Not, not the one where he's the coach, though. Uh, what's his name? Oh, God, not not Tony Curtis. Who is it again? Uh, Jackie Mason. Yeah, only. Oh, yeah, he was like he was the coach for like the second and the third movie. I think it was weird. The, where it got great. So, yeah, so, like Walter Matthau, that that guy, that oh. terrible actor. <laughs> You putz. You know, I like Dennis, get out of my yard. There was. You guys know what I really like was uh, the remake. I was just gonna. Uh, never mind. I'm just. I'm sorry, Katie. Did I steal your thunder? Well, you stole it and then you crushed it and you beat it to I'm death. To go you away you dropped it on now. the side of a ditch and then. Katie's just like, I got an idea. I'm just like, ha-ha! I don't want to. I just jumped. I was gonna do bit. Jackie Mason, but I don't want to monopolize things. I was just gonna call you Percy Jackson. <laughs> Uh, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna wait for celebrities to die, and then we're gonna copyright their name, and then we're gonna make you in person. Ah, but you can only trademark. No, wait, you can't do either one. Well, you can trademark a name, yeah. but if it's distinctive enough, it can't be a real name. Uh, That's why Prince made so his can... name that ridiculous symbol, so he could trademark it and trade uh, charge money. Well, I mean, his name isn't really Prince. So, that too. I mean, can he can he just trademark? Ah, uh, no, because Prince is too generic a word. But if he called himself Autobot Prince, he would get the trademark. Well, okay, I mean, was that a, was that that's a, a thing in toys. You'll see a lot of toys where they'll have, like, a Transformer with a generic name, like Prowl or something. And you can't trademark the word, so they'll call it Autobot Prowl on the box. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was a toy joke. Oh, uh, not that's good. Good. <laughs> He's like, Believe it or not, we're into toys here. I mean, I am at least. Uh, I don't really get a chance to talk toys, because Katie and Gus don't know anything about it. We could do a toy podcast and call it Fully Articulated. I would really enjoy that. I actually just picked up... Uh, we're doing this contest where we're buying stuff for a fan who's going to win. Awesome. But while looking through that, I actually bought a couple of figures for myself. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, this is for How the could show. you not? I mean, right? This is for me. I, I feel like uh, all the action figures about like really weird things. Like, I bought me the Strange Brew action figures. Strange Brew action figures. Oh, my God. Where uh, are those? I take need off, a- you hoser. I need an action figure of Strange Brew. Got some strange brew action figures from the, like the Pop McFarlane's. I gotta, I gotta find those. There's somewhere. Look, eh, it's a little action figure of me. Eh? Yeah, it looks kind of a little beer mug. Eh? You can just put it in his hand. Well, they take off, man. I don't know. Uh, I think Katie and Gus will appreciate this, but I actually just bought a Min Chen action figure. Ooh. Ooh. Nope, I'm afraid you've outdone me. I don't know. Uh, it's from a uh, comic book man. Oh, oh, sure, I'm familiar it's with that. My favorite. 
I mean, or if you actually listen to the podcast, which I've suggested a million times, he's been on Tell Him Steve Day. <laughs> Usually, you know, being made fun of, of course. for being Asian. Oh, yes. And being incompetent. Do you, when you look and, at that action figure, do you see how badly made it is? And do you complain about it? <laughs> it's, like, true. disappointing to you. It's like, uh it's like, uh, I could have bought, like... I could have bought a better, you know, for, like... I could have bought an action figure of somebody who actually does something. I'm gonna buy Mr. T-Doll, fool. I've already got, like, three of those. <laughs> I'm not even kidding, by the way. <laughs> Good old Mr. T. Oh, God, wouldn't that be legit, though? Like, a stretch Armstrong, but you put Mr. T in it? <laughs> that would be... Trick me out, fool. Oh, God, I need that. Only I would want it to be Vac-Man, because he was cooler. That was Stretch Armstrong's nemesis, and he had an actual valve. So once you like, you you could suck the air out of him, and then he would stretch, and he would stay that way. See, you're out nerding me here because I didn't even know Stretch Armstrong. Like, he, I didn't even know he had enemies. Well, there was a brief thing. It was Vacman and the Vac Men, and it was yeah, it was just the same basic concept, except instead of being full of corn syrup, they were full of, like squishy little like I don't know, shredded styrofoam or something. So when you suck the air out, it would hold its shape as you stretched it, and it was the coolest thing in the whole universe. I miss being a little kid to be like impressed by this stuff. Just like, look, you can pull it in it. Right. It pulls well, out. Toys don't freaking do oh. anything. <laughs> Only when they do, they're terrible now. Now I'm looking at the, like the state of the art like a uh, video game that I just uh. found. Just like, ugh, these graphics are terrible. I'm sure you'll agree. It's greater than any video game. I'm sure you'll have more fun than a day with Superman. I hope you know you're killing this podcast because we're all just stopping being like, he did that voice. <laughs> I know that character. Well, I was going to do Jackie Mason, and then we got kind of sidetracked. I don't want to be funny anymore. Yeah, it'll be uh, funny for me. Ken Brockman. Oh, yeah, Ken Brockman. Tonight at 6, and it says, like, 9 o'clock news. Tonight at 6 on the news. That was the best gag that was, oh. See, here's the thing. We don't do this for the listeners. Yeah. Trust me, we definitely don't do the show for the listeners. Uh, we do it for us, so, like, I appreciate That's where you got to go. And that yeah. cute little kitten played with that ball of string all through the night. On a lighter note, right. people are being killed. But uh, we're coming up on an hour and a half, so I'm afraid we're going to have to end it. Did you have any closing words or anything you want the listener to know? Farts and peepees. No, wait, I can do better Very than true. that. Um, be excellent to each other. Also, uh, I was trying to give you the softball to plug your webcomic. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's Kiwi Day N is what it's called, and it's at KiwiDayN at uh, ComicGenesis.com. All right, and, and if you could write that in the chat, I'm actually going to put that in all the descriptions. Oh, okay. Uh, where the hell yeah. is that? There it is. Matt, how would you hardball it, though, the softball? Well, I'm just kind of like, is there anything you want to plug? Yeah, boobies, if I'm man. hardballing, I'm just be like, oh, don't you have a webcomic? I know, right? I wish I had more things. I always wanted to get into, like, all the things. I wanted to do all the podcasts and things, but I never had any friends, so I never did anything. Well, you're always welcome on the show. In fact, uh, Gus, Katie, we're being, we're being harassed by past guests to come back. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you ever want to be on the show again, just make sure to harass me. Just be like, what am I going to be on? You'll be like the second person harassing. Please Emphasis please. on the ass. Please come back. <laughs> come back, Shane. Shane. <laughs> thing, uh, Katie, I'm going to make sure that everyone's available, but not you. Oh. So you just get home and Gus is going to be like, oh my god, I can't believe you missed it. <laughs> He was on again. It was still good. He did like all three Elvin and the Chipmunks at once, and he did like Jurassic Park. It was amazing. Yeah, and uh, Katie. Wait, 
There's a new Alvin and the Chipmunks God coming. Damn it, no. There is. It's coming. Uh, okay, oh. uh, this is kind of something I've been trying to talk to you guys about. <laughs> like, when the show is ending, you can't just throw in things at the end. I'm sorry. Oh, that's a cliffhanger. Okay, go ahead and end it. But hold on, I was gonna ask. Can you like maybe like narrate the Giving Tree as Gilbert Gottfried? I could do that a little bit, perhaps, but not very. And with that, we're out. Because I cut you off, so I'm gonna delete my part and I'm gonna say it again and pretend I didn't. And with that, we're out. <laughs> Matt's is like, it was fun. <laughs> Like, I'm just making cuts mid, you know, mid podcast. I'm just sorry like, I got excited about the chipmunks, but I really like them and the new movie. <laughs> okay. and, and I'm really excited about it. The oh, best Batman. So you must have been disappointed by the last one. Oh, Batman. You know, you know what? I'm gonna see it just because of uh, Jason Lee. I like the guy. Oh, so it's not a reboot or anything. It's still him. It's the fourth movie, and they go oh. on a road trip. <laughs> All I'm wondering is, like, how is the studio going to react when he's in Mallrats 2? Because he's already agreed right. to Right. They've got to be aware. I, I, I don't think that's as big a deal anymore. They don't care what else you've been in. Yeah, it's kind of like, wait a second, he did what? He stuck his hand where? And <laughs> well, besides that, without his mustache, he looks like a completely different person. So, I mean, like, I, I knew him as Earl, and then I saw him in all those old... I'm like, oh, wow, these Kevin Smith movies. Holy crap, he, he can't be the same guy. He doesn't have a mustache. Well, I mean, you know, he had a career before uh, that, right? He used to be a professional skateboarder. Oh, oh, yeah, I did know that. I, I just remembered that I knew that. <laughs> I forgot that. I right? Knew There's a GIF photo where he's like, "Hey, check this out," and like, he's like, like 45, I think, and he's like, <laughs> he does like a like a trick with the skateboard. It's like, like nothing. Like it just like it was like nothing. <laughs> Gus, it's it's a gift. That's awesome. He, oh, he said GIF. Yeah, I mean, one of those animated gifs. I mean, or gifs, whatever. I, I do like the thing I do like about gifs, though. I like the thing where they uh, combine a bunch of gifs and they turn it into some sort of weird piece of story. Gus, I, I almost feel like you're doing that on purpose. Now. What gifs? Yes. Evil moms Something choose about evil gif. What do you call no, gifs? Yeah, oh, I, I call them chips. I don't well, know the why. thing is, it's graphic interface format, or whatever it is, graphic imaging format. So graphic is a G, it's a hard G. Mm. No, that's not, but thanks. <laughs> you know what, I gotta say, you, you were probably the most... I'm not gonna put this in the podcast, because I think people would get upset. Ooh. You're you're probably the most fun guest we've had, Ooh. and also probably the smartest. Well, that much is true. And not uh, the meanest, either. Oh, don't worry. I'll I'll break out all of my sw- political statements next time. Make sure to alienate half the cast. Listen, guys. I don't know about you, but I don't think the Jews should be allowed. To <laughs> all I'm saying is, like, like, you know, they control all the everybody. Does- <laughs> there's this great this there's a great Jewish joke that is basically just. The guy sees his rabbi reading an anti-Semitic newspaper. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Well, according to this, we're all doing pretty well." And cheers me up. Our news is all negative. You know? <laughs> Look, we're running all the banks. This is wonderful. Uh, See, I love stuff. Yeah. He's just gonna come on next time and just be like, "Look, all I'm saying is if uh, they didn't do anything wrong, the cops wouldn't shoot." Damn spinnakers. It's like, uh, you know, gay rights, huh? But gay lefts, more like sad rights. There aren't enough lefts. You need to get them equal lefts, and then upside down, and it, I won't be happy until they get it. Like, uh, oh. I, I have to ask, were you that guy in the parking lot I saw at work the other day, driving around in the giant pickup truck with the Confederate flag flying <laughs> off? It's like he wasn't—he's not a racist. He's just preserving his heritage. <laughs> That's exactly That's really what he racist. Said. 
Unfortunately. He said, the flag is not racist. It's part of our history. It represents our culture. Matt, Matt. I don't know, Matt. I I just think it's, well, it's better looking than our flag, but then that, (laughs) our flag looks like underwear. I don't think we should have parallel stripes on a flag. That's all I'm saying. So what you're saying is we need to redesign the flag. Well, you know, we could make some more states. We could take some from Canada. What are they going to do? We can remove some states. Yeah. Just turn Canada into a state. Sell Puerto Rico to Mexico, you know, just... (laughs) That's mean. And that's why it's fun. Puerto Rico's just like, what are we doing? That's mean. Mexico can't afford things. (laughs) Yeah. Here's the thing. Mexico can't. Well, we can can sell it to Greece. Oh, Look, if you want to talk about countries that can't afford things, great. No, that's what I mean. Okay, we'll give it to him as, as a nice gift. Look, we're just like, look, we feel bad yeah. for you. But you guys can't do oh, anything right. The rest of Europe's kind of like angry with you. Just, it's just. Well, I was thinking like it's just like vendor trash, you know. Like here's some extra items. Go sell them at the store. They'll buy anything. <laughs> mm. Yeah, uh, that's. I know what that uh, is. So. I am all out of water now. See, you're smart. You're drinking water before the show. I'm, quote-unquote, the professional broadcaster. Oh, really? I've just been spawning my yes. spit. I mean, I went to radio college, but I never actually did anything with it. Nice. I, uh, I kind of did the same uh, thing. But, you know. Nice. This. You could, you could spin this. You just got to get, like, plugged by the nostalgia critic or someplace or somebody and nerd. Well, you see, that would be the smart thing. Try to, like, buddy-buddy up yeah. with them. But all I get on and do is just, like, Dude, garbage. Cinema. Fuck those guys. Do Cinema Snob, please. Or, or like the nerdist, no, or this is an amazing time when just anybody could Wait, succeed at anything, but I still haven't. <laughs> what I'm trying to do is like uh, I go into this secret stash all the time, so I'm always like, Mike, you know, come, uh, you know, I sell comics or podcast, you know. Uh, I got a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I, no, the guy's pretty nice. I think. <laughs> I feel like as you, as soon as you mention your podcast, he points at a sign and goes, "No podcast." <laughs> no, if you ever listen to the podcast, like they just let anybody in the store go on. No podcast, bogus. So you know, all you gotta do is just happen to be there while they're recording and just kind of like wander over. <laughs> New Cake City, just like whispered into all the mics. No, you're doing that thing like in a rest development where Tobias is trying to create buzz about him. He yeah. just walks around, like, hey, that Geek City podcast. You know, I heard some good things about it. <laughs> <laughs> Yourself. <laughs> if you don't listen to the good shows, Geek City Podcast. Man, that Matt, he's a great host. And so handsome. Yeah, Matt, oh, Matt. We need to get some more beer. Yeah, Barney's right. Yeah, we need some more beer. Yeah, Barney's right. Let's get some beer. You know what? That's what we gotta do. We gotta take the sponsors nobody wants. Uh, I'm gonna look out for cigarette companies. Just so like, <laughs> remember, children, if you wanna feel good, Marlboro. Don't you Marlboro. miss that, by the way? Well, you wanna live forever? Don't listen to the liberal media. What do they know? Black. Just because they're scientists. black lungs are beautiful. No matter all what you matter. are. Remember, all lungs are beautiful. Yeah. Black lungs matter. Like, it's like, like black lung power. Don't listen to those black racists that want you to say your lungs have to be pink. It's up to you. Yeah. This yeah. is far too funny for me as as a smoker. Oh my. <laughs> Also, the whitest person on the show. Uh, who, me? I may yes. I may possibly beat you because I never go outside, but otherwise. Well, you live in Seattle. No, so. I yeah. don't, don't go outside either, and I eat very white things. Uh, tell, her, tell them about the Katie dog. Well, I got a hot dog, right? Oh, and I, uh, I put... Why? <laughs> I got a 
got a hot dog and I and I put a lot of mayonnaise on the hot dog because oh, I, I like mayonnaise on my hot dog. Wait, wait. When I was a kid, I ate my hot dog slathered in mayonnaise until someone told me a disgusting story while I was eating one and it ruined it. Not even slathered dollops. I I put mayonnaise on the hot dog and then I put shredded cheese on the hot dog and then I put the hot dog in the microwave. <laughs> she ate it with hot more mayonnaise? Mayonnaise in the microwave is pretty bad. That's you know where you can fit in now? It's just No, but you know where you can fit in is Japan. Yes, they love they their adore, but then theirs is a little bit better. Like the and again is. they put ketchup on pasta there. I like to put my French fries in mayonnaise. Well that's how most of Europe eats them. I like mayonnaise so much. It's eggs and oil. I mean it's nothing wrong. It's just I don't know, I tend to like a few other things in it. No, it's like as much as I, I just really like least, mayonnaise. <laughs> At least you're not cooking your hot dogs with hydroelectric power like Coach Z, just eating them in the shower. Mmm, <laughs> time for a patented sog dog. Drink in that bun. You guys know what, you know what ruined mayonnaise for me was, uh, I don't know if you remember this. Remember the summer beach house at, like, uh, MTV? I never oh, did. Oh, oh my god, I know what you're exactly what you're talking about. Oh, was They had this challenge where two people sat in chairs and put their feet in, like, uh, like little kiddie pool uh-huh. things. And dumped the mayonnaise in there, uh, and it was just baking in the sun. And you had to drink the mayonnaise through the straw uh, that the other person's foot was. Uh, in. Oh, so you're not drinking your own; you're drinking. Here I was gonna. I, I spared her the story that turned me off of mayonnaise. Matt, please don't ruin mayonnaise for me. It's like one of my favorite foods. Uh, oh my god! I'm just gonna look up disgusting. Short story: It was an urban myth. Dog in the microwave. We've all heard it, but when you hear it while you're eating yeah. a hot dog covered in mayonnaise. I have not. You ever heard the, the person who tried to dry their dog off and putting him in the microwave? Yeah, I no, know that. I, I can tell. It's that. a classic urban. I can definitely tell it's an urban now. I knew a girl who knew a girl who put a hamster in the microwave just because she wanted to watch it explode. Oh, that's fucked up, yeah. She was fucked up, and the well, girl. Good that they caught that early. Twilight Rose. I mean, you know, when you're a kid, it's all about trying everything and seeing. Oh, that's where the line is. Cool. I learned something today. <laughs> Oh, hey, look at that thing, like, tear that other thing. Yeah. Apart. Awesome. Well, it's metal. It's nature. I like it when my cat tears things apart when he was alive. Uh, there's a conversation killer right there. <laughs> just like my cat. I, just, I keep forgetting, you know, when, when, when someone's with you for 16 years, you forget not to use the present tense. It's all right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, you say, you say nature. I'm just like, it's metal. Yes. Nature is very metal. Yeah. What was that? Your friend doesn't know about the food chain. You see, in nature, animals inexorably eat others. And then it shows, like, what was it? It was like a dog catching a frisbee and a shark jumping out of the water to eat a gorilla. (laughs) (laughs) What is that from again? That was was Troy McClure. My my Troy McClure isn't very good. Okay, yeah. No, I knew I'd seen that. (laughs) No, but uh, have you guys ever seen that? And this is like for real, like that uh, eagle that just flies around a cliff and just grabs goats. Oh yes, yeah, freaking golden and then eagles. Just them to their death. They're badass. Those are my favorite raptors. I mean, of the ones that are still alive. Obviously, the Hast's eagle is the coolest, but those are probably dead. That's good. I'm putting this up because I just wanted to say for people who don't know, what he means by raptor are birds of prey. Yeah, everybody knows that. Uh, you know. Well, some people don't, actually, believe it or not. I mean, you know, any moment could be a learning moment. I, I honestly didn't hear any of the raptor stuff. I thought you were mentioning the Birds of Prey TV show. What? Oh. Did you guys know that message board is still active? Really? You, you told me about that, yeah. I did tell you about that. I don't know if I told them about Well, I know I didn't tell. I'm pointing. You can't did tell. I, did I ever tell you about I'm pointing to Cold Fusion right oh. now. Oh. Yeah, that's what I'm just going to refer to that. Cool. From now on, just cold fusion. That's awesome. I don't know, most of the time... This is cold as ice. <laughs> <laughs> your, your cup, 
I got this guitar belt. I don't remember how Aqua Teens went. That was like a decade ago. That song won't work, eh? Because that is foreigner and they suck. Loverboy, Loverboy, yeah, that was it. Because that is a Loverboy song. And then it called me and she's like, just for your information, Loverboy, don't suck. Solomon Kaja in 86. I love Carl. God. Carl is that the show best. has I the w- best characters and the worst everything else of any show ever. Well, I mean, it's not going to win any anime. Yeah, it's not trying but... to, obviously, but it just... They wrote these fantastic characters and just got high and wrote the rest of the plots on a napkin. I hope you can see me giving you the finger from space. <laughs> I am putting up as high as I can. <laughs> our moon is so advanced that it is almost like Earth is our moon. We're the moon! Yes, but that would only insult the moon. No, you know who the best character is? Behold, for I am the ghost of Christmas yes. future. I come from an apocalypse well in the future. That gag really should have gotten old, but it didn't. From the future, 10,000 years in the past. <laughs> I don't know why that one line just sticks out to me. I was just like, it's so silly, but it's perfect. Yeah. Oh. Name two that had Master Shake in it. Oh, um, I believe you mean the Danger Doom. Doom. That's right. Danger that was fun. Yeah, he he will do anything on Adult Swim. If you get Dana Snyder and just ask, say we're doing something on or Cartoon Network for that matter. Dana Snyder, who has a podcast, does he? You know, yeah, he does one with uh, Ken Poom, who runs all the editing stuff for Smile. Awesome. Everybody knows yeah. each other, man. And then yeah, what we gotta do is we just gotta make one famous right? friend. Although I mean, I have a friend who's friends with Rob Paulson, but that, there but you, you know, he hasn't like talked to him in decades. But sorry, we're gonna latch onto you. Yeah, like, you can ride Mike. I'm gonna let so many people on my coattails if I ever manage to get famous. You can just boss us around once we get famous. Just like, oh, you're famous now, huh? <laughs> make me a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me the tale of the ghost of Christmas future. <laughs> 10,000 years ago. Sorry, get me a Danish. <laughs> no, but their podcast is fantastic. I was just listening to an older episode when they were talking about going to uh, the uh, the Wizarding World of Harry oh, Potter. God. And they just kept going. Uh, they spent like 45 minutes talking about Butterbeer. <laughs> and uh, I don't even... Is Dana Snyder Jewish? Uh, he's gotta be. I mean... Because he sounded very Jewish when he was just talking about... He's from like, New York, at least. He's gotta be. He, he Yeah, he likes the... You know, he likes the beer... But it's so expensive, and you know he he was trying to haggle to you know kind of get a couple for free. Oh, that just reminds me of the short-lived H. John Benjamin show. What was it? John Benjamin has a van. Yeah, was he's, it, he's like another great. I love actor. that line. Uh, John, come on, I have children. No, Rob. The greatest thing was he and David Cross dressed up as uh, rabbis. They're Orthodox Jews of some kind, and they they went around trying to Jew people up. So they would ask what the price of something was, and then say, "We'll give you more than that." <laughs> they didn't know what to do. <laughs> you know, uh, a little bit of since we're gonna put this up as bits and bobs oh. anyway, I'll just bleep out. Nah, it's not. I don't feel like editing. I'll leave the part where I said you're the best guest. Oh. All the guests have to step up their game. But a uh, little bit of news: both uh, can't forget the name. Home movies and the Boondocks have been officially retired from. Uh, oh, no more reruns, eh? It's a little yeah, soon for Boondocks. Yeah, but I mean, the ratings just... Did they? It's not very good for rewatching because once you've seen it, you know what happens. And Yeah, I mean, a lot a lot of the uh, fourth season is kind of just... Yeah, it was phoned in, but I still... Not very good. I didn't hate it. I don't know. 
I wasn't excited. I was I was sort of like, wow, this came back. Okay, how are they going to continue to really do this show? And then they found a way. Kind of. I, don't know. I mean, uh, Gus was telling me about Black Jesus. Have you seen I saw that a now? little of that. It was mildly funny. I don't watch most of the Adult Swim live action stuff just because it. I know it's not going to be around very long. That was actually a genuinely good feel good show. It though. was okay. Hmm. I do like the Mike Tyson I, mysteries though. Mike yeah, Mike Tyson, Tyson mysteries are fantastic. Oh my god, that's a show I gotta catch. Norm McDonald is like the best. I he's good, and the Marcus is good, and friggin' Yoon He is good, despite being another classic, you know, completely bland female character. But still, I still like her. <laughs> I like Marcus. Yes, he's great. I I like Marcus a lot. I just, oh, just Mike, I made your favorite French brioche <laughs> with a dollop of French fresh. He knocks the shit down. He's like, what, what do you say it was? More like French fat with a dollop of fat. <laughs> a French fat. Oh, man. That, that. Anything that takes the bizarre world of the more serious Hanna-Barbera shows and tries to make a coherent modern universe out of it is automatically going to be funny. Because it's just so nonsensical. You know I mean... You guys... <laughs> Oh, no. But uh, I'm just saying, uh, you guys mentioned Norm MacDonald. You know what the best thing he ever did was? Uh, Fairly Odd Parents. Uh, he was very good in that. But uh, have you ever seen his roast work? Oh, yeah, he's good at roasting. Bob Saget? I think, I don't know if it was Bob Saget. It was one of them. But just he went up after like an incredibly filthy like routine oh. and just did completely G-rated <laughs> roast. <laughs> Bob Saget roast. He goes, uh, yeah, everyone, he's got, what, what was like? He's uh, Bob Say. He's got the grace of a swan, the bird of an eagle, and the wisdom of an owl. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. Oh my god! <laughs> and everyone's just looking around. Just like, know, what's at going? first, no one was laughing because they were just confused. But like that's so burn and funny. You know what the funny thing is? That's actually a great joke, though. Like, oh, that's fantastic to do that. That is comedy uh, turned around and come like, back. Oh my god! Well, I mean, it was a smart move, though, because I mean, you go to these roasts and you can only get so yeah. filthy. Like, you couldn't, you can't top it. You, you can't top somebody. What are you gonna do? I have funny though. Have you ever seen uh, yeah, Randy just... and Jason Sklar talk about when they had to follow like Andrew Dice Clay? And he he would like oh. he gave him like the really terrible intro when they were getting started in comedy. And they, uh, oh, I forget how it goes, but it's really their impression of him is really funny. <laughs> then no, yeah. okay, no. it's very funny now that I just to say that the podcast is <laughs> like that's the end of the podcast. I'm like, wait, should I do my impression of them doing an impression of him when I don't even really do it? Or no, <laughs> we're all kind of like over there just like He's just over there tugging on his shirt collar, just like it, it was. It's really funny, guys. Oh no, Come no on. respect. Oh. He's just like dying. He's sweating. He's dying. Like, uh, what, what was the name of that? Uh, say something. I, I'm actually sweating pretty badly because I turned my air conditioner off so it wouldn't be on the podcast. Oh, what was it like the the, the, pod, the the show that Ben Stiller made? Ben Stiller show. Oh like, yeah. But remember, remember, I love this one skit. It was called Yak- Yakov's Last Stand. <laughs> <laughs> he's just making the jokes, but he's sweating profusely because why is no one laughing? Hey kid, I don't do Russian jokes. Last eighteen years. <laughs> okay, this is funny. I give you twenty dollars. <laughs> oh, the the king of the hill. Yes, <laughs> twenty dollars, kid. Keep them coming. <laughs> I love that Yakov Smirnov man. Oh God, I just oh, that's Smirnov is not my real name. My birth name was Jack Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> 
they need to they need to bring back King of the Hill. That's like the show I wish they brought back. I, I mean, it, it didn't I, go down in quality much in its last seasons, but in, let's let's put it this way: they need to give Mike Judge more friggin' shows. Yeah. Well, I mean, they gave him Silicon Valley. I, I, I want to see Bobby working in an office in his twenties. Just how that would <laughs> go. Poor. That's probably what would happen. But no, like the whole. Like, he goes back to Arlen though to like work in the in the propane business with his dad. Oh, it just becomes his, office his space. Rebellious phase. Not his rebellious phase would be him selling. Uh, oh damn! She's like, fuck. Uh, I was dad. thinking that he, they became out. a very gimmicky salesman where you do like like horrible stand-up jokes. Oh yeah, he did the, the propaniac routine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The propaniac. Propaniac. Oh. Oh, I did a bad thing, honey. <laughs> it just now occurred to me that Joe Jack is just Mike Judge doing Elvis. Oh god, I, my favorite character though, like hands down in that whole show is Buck Strickland. <laughs> uh, god damn it, Buck Strickland wasn't the best. I I I know like like this would never be like a plausible show, but like I would just watch a whole show just on the life of Buck Strickland. You could turn that into a show. I'm I mean, sure. you know, he would not be like the good no, guy. I'm sure show, Stephen Root would be down for that. <laughs> you just fucking, you make it like a, like like a sort of, sort of Better Call Saul approach to it, where it's like it's before the events of, of like King of the Hill, where his life just went wrong. What went wrong, old top? I don't know. Now, if we're talking spinoffs, though, you got to make one about cotton. About what? Cotton. 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 You didn't pronounce the T in the middle. Cotton. Oh, oh, forgive me. I mean, I, you want to make sure about cotton? I make sure about cotton. Super news and porn. I mean, I, I myself didn't kill. Well, you know, you're right. They should have it the cotton and con hour, and just get Toby Huss, and they can do all the voices, and then make him do Artie, the strongest man in the world, in between. Uh, Toby Huss, uh, is he in Halt and Catch Fire? I don't know what that is. Um. I think I know. I think I can match the face. You I should find out. Who I think it, I think it's that Texan guy from Hall to Cash Fire. Is it really? Yeah. Like a new well, he was he was the Wiz in Seinfeld. If you remember that, I'm the Wiz. Nobody beats me. That was his routine. Oh, oh. Hey, gosh, Katie. You guys know what we have to do now, right? What? We have to do a Seinfeld-based podcast. <laughs> Who listens to podcasts? Who are these people? I'm, I'm, it's the podcast about nothing. Everyone, everyone <laughs> about that's get... everyone's impression of him, and it's nothing close to what he sounds like. What's the deal? <laughs> no, he's just like very... What's the deal about airlines? I like, uh, I like yeah. your, your impression of Seinfeld. Oh. Do you? I, I actually do. Do you want me to do it? You, yeah, you should. Really bad. I like it though. She like, like hey, what's the deal with airlines? <laughs> so bad. Perfect. <laughs> Fuck it. And that's how you know that you found the right woman. <laughs> you know, the right woman that just like listens to my terrible side. <laughs> I mean, look, they are definitely a great couple, uh, Gus and Katie, and I, I am so happy for them. It's not hard to make Katie. Laugh. It really isn't. Uh, the first. I mean, I mentioned the name of a sandwich I had around here too. That was the first podcast at. too. Like, hey, well, for you guys. Hey, Katie, Katie, diarrhea. Oh, that's wow. A- that was the joke. That Kyra, you actually found the one thing that won't make But that was laugh. from Family Guy when he just he said it and then she laughed and that was the joke that, know, that he's that. also found a woman who will laugh at his dumb jokes. But no, the thing that made her laugh was uh, we have this place called Stewart's around here, this uh. restaurant, and they've recently renamed it, but they had a sandwich called the Fat. Uh, <laughs> my wife, she has been most vocal about the pretzel monies. 
Where's the money? <laughs> when are you going to get the money? Get, aren't you getting the and money she's, now? She's already laughing. So about please, it. the money. I, I suspect that Katie died who, in that episode so much. Oh, he was so great, and then he died, <laughs> and they made Gil to replace him. Basically, I Gil Gunderson. Well, yeah. And that's who he's based on. He's based on that character of Jack Lemmon's from that movie uh-huh. that they were referencing. Yeah. Well, Katie and me did. Um, I asked her if she could draw like a scene from Glengarry Glenn Ross, hmm. and she drew like the Glengarry the scene where it says "Coffee's Closers." She just drew a one-off piece where it's like that, but it's like Charlie Brown being yelled out by Lucy. <laughs> it's actually on our podcast. That too. sounds like that would be really it. clever. No, it's a, she drew it's on our podcast. It's well, on our I'm page, good. sorry. Yeah. Come on, Gus. I'm sorry. You get no coffee. I'm sorry. I'm, a, I'm only the idea man. Come on, Bobber. Come on. I'm not trying to take credit, but aren't I kind of the idea mm. man? Wait. I'm all threatened now. I'm just like... I got an idea for you. <laughs> I'm I'm being pushed out of the podcast slowly. Yeah, I, thought I, I thought I was always the idea man. You're like you're like the rock though. You're the foundation. Like the rock? Do you mean like the rock? From the That's rock? what I was gonna say. And then I'm like, wait a minute, I gotta go cleverer than that. I'm gonna make a biblical reference. And then I remembered that that's a little too convoluted. That Peter means rock. And uh, pick- yeah, it's all right. They actually mean the Sean Connery movie. Yeah, you're the you're Alcatraz. You're the whole island, man. Are you ready to rock? I'm the place nobody wants to go. I'm Angus Young. Yes, even though he's not the one who says that. Actually, he's the one who plays guitar. Who's the singer? <laughs> Oh, good times. This is fun. I'm glad this is way more it. fun than drawing my comic that I don't have an ending for at the moment. Sorry, you're doing that. I'm writing a script that I kind of realized. I, she's like, why do I have these ideas? <laughs> you got to write your ideas down, man. Well, you know, I got the whole idea. It's just like, what if it was like a 45-minute short film about a guy just killing himself? <laughs> <laughs> what, it just takes him a really long time? Well, he's reflecting on like how awful his life is. He doesn't say anything. Oh, okay. So, it, so it's like the, the short film that Jay Sherman made in The Critic in his film school. Yeah, like, people talk about him, and you see other people interacting with him, but he never says anything until the very end of the film. <laughs> and they just walk in, and he's hanging, Wait. and you see his feet. Oh, no, Prometheus. Prometheus. Well, the, the ending of the movie is going to be, like, a close-up on his lips, and he just says, goodbye. Oh. And then you just hear a chair fall this, over. This sounds like a total bummer. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't like, this will be like the comedy hit of my hey, no, instead, instead of that, you should make it into like some sort of wacky, like, you know, sort of like a, the guy keeps trying to kill himself, but like shenanigans keeps like doing <laughs> plans. Like he's trying to like hang himself, but like the beam is like really shitty and it breaks. <laughs> That's something kids right. in the hall would do. It's just like goodbye, and then you see the chair fall over, and just like the whole beam comes down. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, my now That's That would be the Hollywood version of it. This summer, suicide is funny again. <laughs> You'll be killing yourself with laughter. But, like, because it's Hollywood, they would also make it into, like, an Adam Sandler production. Yes. Well, see, that's the difference between independent films and indie films, as Strong Bad informed us. You know, the, the indie film is going to be all bright, and it's just going to look like it's, it's done by one person. But really, it has a huge budget spent on making it look like it hasn't had a huge budget. Whereas the, the true independent film will have a soundtrack consisting of the author weeping softly into the wrong end of a saxophone. See, my whole film ideas all revolve around the fact that I have zero ah, money. There you go. And that I can force people I know. Well, they say it. write you know, what you know. I think write what you can afford. But, but you're a serial <laughs> killer. Oh, man, you make a great goddamn movie. That's why I have a webcomic instead of, you know, like a big anime. <laughs> I could have been like RWBY or whatever the hell that is if I knew that was possible. Oh, R.W. Yeah, you actually got it right. I'm, I'm tangentially aware of it. All I know is that I'm jelly as hell. 
I mean, not of being dead, but... Well, I mean, I have, a, I have a folder for it because I think it looks kind yeah. of cool, but I never go and watch it because I'm just like, yeah, I'll watch it's, it later. I know how that goes. Yeah, I mean, I've got a I actually have to watch shows that uh, Gus and Katie have suggested before I can watch anything else. You know, I've watched other things and kind of skipped on what they've suggested. Yeah, well, you got, you know, and you just keep on watching the same stuff. You're just, like, procrastinating. Yeah, I'll eventually get to what they suggested. No, you won't. Uh, soon or later. No. <laughs> hey, Probably you know, not. it's never too late. I'm only just now watching Tailspin. It's ne- that is it. That's a right. Fun, fun times. I only just watched Hey Arnold when it came on Teen Nick a couple of years ago. Uh, I just I, bought the whole show right now in Walmart for like twenty dollars. For when I was growing up, it was like, oh, this looks really dumb. It's really corny and lame. And then I watch it as an adult. It's like, holy shit, this is it's, deep. It's an excellent show, right? It's so great. It, it, it is my favorite show from Nickelodeon. And I know it's weird because like there's Ben and Stimpy and Rocco. And don't get me wrong, those are excellent shows too. Mm. Well, for Rocco. me, I don't know. They're both; those aren't really sort of my bag. I mean, obviously, Rocco is great in its writing, but I don't know. I never, I was never too into the gross-out weird stuff. But I laughed my ass off at some of their live-action shows. Man, salute your shorts will always have a place in my heart. And Pete and Pete. Uh, and, I miss Pete. I like Kablam. I mean, yeah, Kablam not- was fantastic, and I mean, I love Doug. Did you? Uh, 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 oh. I realize that's not for everyone. That's a polarizing show. Doug. Doug is just fucking Charlie Brown. No, Doug is a magical thing. No, he is Charlie Brown, Doug but that's has, that's the point. That's the Doug has literal sense. autism. Yeah, that's I the thing. It. There was um there was a, a funny webcomic called uh, uh Punks and Nerds, and they had this recurring like emo undead Harry Potter character who would comment on other characters and like. He was like, oh, Charlie Brown and Doug were like characters in the comic, too. Like, you get two of these bald kids, get them in a headlock, it looks like a nutsack. Don't worry, I laughed at that. They didn't. But, uh, I, I, I did. Because they do. They have these testicular heads with sparse hair on them. You know what? Uh, Doug was kind of a weird no, show. No, it wasn't. But, you know, no, it was weird, and that was really the point. Was. Doug and Pete and Pete were like... Well, they were like the Devo of cartoons. Yes. And as a kid uh, who was just reveling in being weird, I mean, I annoyed the hell out of everyone that ever went to school with me. I realize that now, I, I but it's say. because I would watch like Animaniacs, and they would be doing the Jerry Lewis routines, and I'd be like, this is great, I'm going to do this, it's going to annoy the hell out of anyone who's square and lame, but really it annoys everyone because they're there in school and they're not there to listen to me. <laughs> You're hanging out with Katie, just like, can you believe these losers? <laughs> Cage is like puff puff. They're uh, man, uh, nostalgic now for like old uh, cartoon. Remember anybody ever remember a thing called What a Cartoon? I love What a Cartoon. Yeah. That's where Dexter's right? Lab and Powerpuff Girls came from. Oh yeah, well I mean it was Courage the Cowardly Dog too. Hmm. Uh, but like I I like that one way over. Uh, what's the name of the other one that they had like the Nickelodeon like? Oh yeah, cartoons. Search- or, yeah. No, wait. Yeah, I think that's right. That was like the Pepsi version of it to like their Coca Cola. Well, let's not forget. Oh yeah, cartoons is where Adventure Time premiered, uh, and that that changed my life, man. I watched that. I'm like, holy shit, this is a great cartoon. And then a couple of years later, heard it didn't get picked up, huh? Nickelodeon's being a jerk about this. Guys, you have a gold mine. And then a year after that, Cartoon Network got it, and uh, the rest is history. How do you feel about Adventure Time? I mean, it's kind of... Uh, oh, is it? Well, that's true, it is. But I think most of that is hyperversion, and I do not blame people. Because that blew up way too fast, and it's suffering from that. Because when things blow up too fast, you know, you're, the rest of the night is just doing push-ups, as it were. I, but, liked, uh, I liked a lot of the early season stuff, you know, seasons one and two, but after that, I just kind of... I felt like it went in a different direction that I wasn't 
prepared for, I guess. It went in a lot of different directions, and it didn't really know, because they kept on, they shuffled people around a bit. And it didn't suffer as badly as a lot of shows where that happens, but it did definitely suffer, because as soon as somebody was really good, they would just leave the show. And to get their own oh, yeah, show. Like Rebecca yeah, Rebecca Sugar, Sugar left, and uh, Natasha Allegri left, and... Which, uh, if either ladies are listening, I'm single. Oh. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah, they are They are a pair both- of, they are the Fox's mother. Yeah, I think they're both married, but... Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, isn't that, I don't know, I, I don't know. Nat reminds me of an actual mm. cute version of, um, who's that just annoying brown lady who's on sitcoms? That sounds vaguely racist. No, well, she's, I don't know what the hell she is. She might be Indian or something. She's just brownish. She's, um... What? She doesn't have any kind of accent or anything. What is her name? Uh, uh, God, that's the problem. I don't know. <laughs> all those shows blur together for me. Everything like Office and Parks and Recreation, all those shows, they, they just blur together. Okay, but it's a live yeah. action show? Okay, she's Mindy. Mindy something. Gus, Kitty, you guys are the TV guys. Do you know? Wait, wait. Just throw like a couple of sentences together and then I'll probably know it. She had like a commercial where she's like, uh, it was all about her. And then she kept on saying, oh, make it look up me. Like, Make it look up Mindy. Mindy something. Mindy her name. Kaylee. God oh, damn it. Kaylee. Oh, that was it. God. Yeah, she's not like, okay, so uh, Nat reminds me of a way cuter version of her. Oh, that's really unfortunate. Mindy Kaylee. Well, <laughs> Yeah, I, huh, I make I weird comparisons like cute. that sometimes, where it's like, yeah, you know that person who's not good looking at all? If they were great looking, they look like you. Oh. Uh, I just, I just said she's kind of cute. I take it back. I'm looking at more. Yeah, it's. She's not. No. So. Well, she makes I mean, me. She makes terrible faces. If that's what you're into, you know, it's that's fine. fine. Look, you know what, man? Cool. You're Rosario Dawson. How about that? <laughs> Listen, Rosario Dawson. It, it sounds like a computer. Movie? Are you in love with Rosario? Okay, look, you can dig grind Rosario Dawson. Ben Appleton. Uh, <laughs> dig grind. grind? There's a problem. They're not like writing it, now they're grinding it. Yeah, does everyone is allowed to like whoever they like? What Ben Affleck? Like, no, look. he can like Ben Affleck, no. and I can like Steve Buscemi, and we can all like things. Huh? Here's the thing, like, I didn't even, all I said was I think Ben Affleck is a good writer and director. To each his own, but to everyone, mine. And the, yeah, my opinion is the correct That's right. one. Otherwise I wouldn't have it, duh. You know what, I'm just going to give you your own show where you can just come on and tell your opinion. and that <laughs> I don't like my opinions, and nobody else likes them either. No no co-host or anything. You're just like, yeah. here's how it is. This is what I think. You all should think. You know it really grinds my gears? <laughs> that could be a it podcast. It could be. I mean, we kind of already have that. It's grumpy. Voice, but, yeah. Just grumpy old men, and by that they mean people in their 30s. Oh, man. Ugh, old it's age. Old. <laughs> Remember IRC? What is with all this... Texting they're doing now. We had I was we had MSN Messenger. Honest, that's all we just, needed. I was actually on IRC the other day. I I used you know every day for like some sixteen years I was on there and then just grew apart from those people, man. Katie, guess you guys even know what IRC is? A what? What? IRC? No. Well, you see, back before texting, you had to talk to people on a computer. And you'd go into a room, and there'd be a lot of other people. You see, it wasn't one on one. You'd put in a nickname, you'd type slash Nick, you see, and then you'd put your name in. And there wasn't a hashtag back then, it was the number sign, and you'd join number and then the channel. Can I just say that the fact that Katie and Gus literally don't know what it is really made it's me sad? It's a gigantic world, I I don't know. What makes what? me sad isn't ever that there are people that don't get it. 
What makes me sad is that I was never cool. I went. Oh no, I, I'm not. I'm not sad they don't get it. I'm sad that like. I really yeah, I know. Care. It just it bothers me. I would be okay with being old if I had ever had my day, but I never had my day. It went from oh you're a nerd that's all just nerd stuff to oh that's behind the times nobody does that anymore now we're all on phones in an instant. <laughs> it went from oh anime oh that's so obscure I don't know to oh that's dumb we've all seen a million of those now we're sick of it overnight. <laughs> You still watch it itself? It's so old. Retired of it. <laughs> it's sad. You know, I used to be with it. Then they changed what it was. Now what I'm with isn't it. And what's it seems weird and scary to me. It'll happen to you. <laughs> I love that quote. I see that image all yeah. the time. Just him pointing, like, vaguely threateningly in someone's direction. Man yells a cloud. Yeah. The Simpsons are perfect for reactions. Oh, utterly. So quotable. Yeah, both in, in text and image. Play. Yeah, unlike, say, Monty Python, where you can't so much post the images, you're not going to get a lot. Unless, like, a thread is getting really off-topic and you can post the, Nope, stop that. This is getting too silly. Nope, get the sketch back on track. Mm. Well, I post that, and I also post a lot of uh, the Black Knight. Yeah, there's a good, that's good, too. Thankfully, there's always one instance of something that has made it into pop culture better than the others, and and that's Holy Grail. Yeah, I think Holy Grail is like the Monty Python thing. Yeah, and that's that's always good to have those. Oh, I, I really like uh, Meaning of Life. That one's fun. Yes, that's it is. End with always. No, on. that's that's like that was Life of Brian. Life of Brian. That is, is a great. fantastic movie because they did their homework and they portrayed a part of history nobody really talks about much. You know the way things were back then, and they were nuts. There really was a messiah on like every street corner coming up with their own stuff. And people just walk by and be like, okay, what are you saying? Give me your spiel. Because they didn't have anything else to do. <laughs> I reached in my pocket and found $5. <laughs> Alright, I believe in your God now. I believe those they would crucify, they would sing along like that. Yeah, no, that's fact. That's in the that Bible. <laughs> they sang that certain song. Always look on right I'm pretty sure that's, that's literally right Psalm 3.141519. It's probably in there. <laughs> I've actually been talking about the Bible a lot, which surprised Co me. Co had a really lovely, very civil thread the other day about what would make the best like animated ad- adaptation. And I was pleased that we could all have nice, civil conversations and not get mad at each other. It's rare, but I mean, it, it does happen. I actually got to bring up the, uh, the Gospel of Nicodemus. Oh, is that one of those Deutero canonicals? Gotta be. Yeah, it's one of, it, w- it was removed from uh, the Bible like uh, two, three hundred oh. years ago. Now that's interesting. It's about Jesus' descent into hell, but what he found was not a land of fire and suffering, but just a place where uh, a lot of the old uh, biblical figures, you know, from the Old Testament, simply slept and were waited. Oh, arrival. okay. So it was like a prison break movie starring Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awesome. the, the reason it was taken out is because, you know, the whole, like, fire and brimstone got kind of popular. That's how they're getting people in by scaring them, so they kind of had to take that out. Where it was Either like, that or it wasn't in there in the first place, and they found the old books. And they're like, oh, that's not in there. Um, never mind. Oh, no, they found, like, old uh, collected Bibles. Oh, is that right? Yeah, and they're just like, I'm always well, skeptical, but there's always, you never know. Oh, my water bottle is filthy. Yeah. Ugh. They assume they had to take it out because, you know, it's a part where, uh, you know, hell is not so bad. So it's just, like, <laughs> well, you know, people aren't scared, you know. They're not really converted. <laughs> Oh, I, I go to hell, I just sleep? Sounds good. But, uh, I, could, I could go for Fun. a nap. Yeah, it's just like, oh, I'm pretty tired. Uh, a rest sounds good. Just go down there, rest for like six, seven hundred <laughs> years. Jesus comes down and just like, hey, come on, wake up. Give me another couple of centuries. I'm tired. Uh, 
have to go already. I mean, it's just <laughs> cloud goes up, cloud goes down, cloud goes up, cloud goes down. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of it. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm with you. I'm skeptical about a lot of it. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, anytime people, I don't know, because I believe in it, but I only believe in what I think is right, and not what everyone else thinks, which is always something else. And that's the problem with believing in stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, it's strange, but that tends to be a very popular uh, way of Right, if it. only we could get it lined up with someone else. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, well, this is clearly the truth, but this other stuff that's in there. Uh, you can't pick and choose, but you've got to choose a pick, and then you got to pick your nose. And pick your friend's nose. And... You know what? Uh, we are very inclusive, despite uh, Gus and Katie turning an episode about, you know, being inclusive into an episode about <laughs> So, just believe in... Yeah, we did an episode about, like, uh, I'm sure you're aware, gay marriage. I did around. hear about that. Gus and Katie turned it into an episode about, like, how black people need to stop crying. Well, I'm, you know, I, I don't want to take any sides, but I would like it in general if people were happy and not whining and complaining. Yeah. And one thing's for sure, giving people everything they want has not stopped the whining. So I don't know. Maybe there's still more. Some would say it's Some people would say maybe there's more that needs to be done, and I would say maybe yeah. was. <laughs> wait, wait. You know what? I'm just, I'm just going to say I, we don't have the answer. That's, that's for damn sure. <laughs> if there's anything that's pretty fucking clear, it's, we do not have those answers, man. We do have the answers about nerdy shit that doesn't yes. matter. That's but, because you know. we've had time to rewatch those episodes. You know, life doesn't have enough reruns. You can't run back. I Very mean, true. there's, you know, televised debates, but that's that's about as real as a reality show. There's no reruns of... I'm going to do good stuff, and then I'm going to stop other people from doing bad stuff. <laughs> I'm just going to come out and say, I'm against all those things everybody hates. Now, my opponent is a good man, but I agree with everything he just said. Is that, is that the key challenge? Yes, yeah. it is. Guys sound like clones. <laughs> they <laughs> are clones. John Jackson and his bitter rival, Jack Johnson. <laughs> I have no strong feelings on this subject either way. Damn dirty neutrals. If with an enemy, at least you know where they stand. With a neutral, who knows? Oh, <sighs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. You know, you know those costumes I mentioned before that I might go as? Screw it, I'm going to be Zappa. <laughs> you must get real velour. Uh, not the velour I, again. I can't do the voice. i got to work on it. <laughs> maybe I can be... Uh, what's Kiff? His little, maybe I, I love how Kiff is basically just droopy without the cheeks. Because yeah. he's like, oh, Captain, you're falling asleep again. And if you just pull on your cheeks, oh, dear, I'm going to be unhappy. <laughs> You're just full of well, like, it's, amazing. it's what I do for free. I suffer from a what, what was it? A, a sexy learning disorder. <laughs> if what is it? Oh, sex lexia. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> Tell the boy to iron my shorts. The boy, sir. You, you iron my shorts. <laughs> His formal shorts. Yes, my formal <laughs> my shorts. Formal shorts. <laughs> <laughs> We just do a Futurama podcast. If we can get, well, you know, if you ask Maurice LaMarche nicely, he might just come on. So, oh, that's what I was going to say earlier. If they do do more Hey Arnold, they've got to get Maurice LaMarche back because holy crap, did he rock that show as Helga's dad? Uh, you know what? I have to wonder. Like, what do you guys think he's doing? Now? Well, last I the character, well, the character, the character, the other daughters. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking. Um, well, I mean, remember, he ran obviously the Beaver store. store had to start selling cell phones. In fact, I think they may have even said that in one episode. So he got into the phone biz, he got into the smartphone biz, and he's probably getting to the point where he doesn't understand anymore what he's selling. Because this uh, shit keeps changing every year. 
what is this, an iPhone 4 now? Why, we just had a 3, now we gotta buy 4s? Okay, look, can I just buy 5s now? Can I just get ahead? You know what? You know the best thing to do? You ever show any of these shows to, like, younger people? I don't know if you have any brothers or sisters. Uh, I do, but she's not that much younger than me. Okay, but, like, uh, I have a 17-year-old brother and a bunch of younger sisters. But it was actually... You guys remember the scene where uh, they actually reveal, like, Helga and Priest? Yes, that was adorable. Heartbreaking episode. Need to take me to preschool. I show my brother that, and he's just like, why would anybody watch it? Who would do this? (laughs) It is depressing. (laughs) It was was a great show, because, like, it really Mm -hmm. was, like... It really did, like, delve into, like, psyches. Yeah, it was deep. Yeah, like, he couldn't... He couldn't believe that they would show that on a oh, show, yeah. though. Just... You know what I think is funny is um, the guy who played the incredibly obviously gay teacher. Oh, uh, he was Yeah, he was voiced by the guy who played Bulldog on Frasier. And that was the first thing I knew him from. I didn't realize that was playing against type because he really is like that. Like, that's his real persona. He's just a real, really meek guy who's really gay. And everybody else he's ever played on TV and in movies has always been the really meek guy who wants to talk things out. And then... <laughs> And then on Frasier, they made him the guy who loses his shit constantly, and is always craving women. I, I like that you described him as really gay. He's really gay. gay. He's, he's up there with the likes of um, George Takei and good, <laughs> good old John Waters. Uh, from, uh, you know community that reminds me in the episode community with that George Takei narrating the, the zombie episode? And he was like, he goes, here's a freebie for all you Kevins. Hi, Kevin can't come to the phone right now. He's hanging out with me, George Takei. <laughs> You're welcome, Kevin. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. I like that show. I like Dan Harmon's writing. Or no, that was, yeah, that was Dan Harmon, right? Yeah. yeah. I was conf- him and Tatanopoulos <laughs> and Royland, I always screw them up because they've each worked on different things together. Dino Tapanopoulos. I've been watching a lot of Moral Oral lately. Like, a lot of it. Mm. Probably too much. I found it really funny early on, and then it was just like... You know what? You know what's weird is I was I was talking to my brother about this last night, actually, is that I've been watching a lot of Moral Oral, and I was like, yeah, the show is funny. It's funny. And before that, I had only seen, like, maybe three episodes. Mm. And the more I was watching it, the more serious the episodes were getting. Like, they were delving into people's depressing home lives. And, yeah. And, like, I was sitting there, and I was like, I'm actually feeling depressed for these characters. And they're made of clay. Like, this is yeah. not, like, I should not, like, actually be sitting here crying watching these characters. And, you know, there are times when I feel like, oh, I'm sad. But there are other times when I'm like, you know what, I'm being manipulated, and I don't need any more of this. Right? Yeah. Yeah, oh man! Like, but I, Katie, I have to disagree with you. I don't see why it's any different than like any other show. Oh. Not the writing, I mean. But like, why would it? Why would you go like? I shouldn't be feeling this way for you, you know. know I don't know. I don't know. I think maybe it was because it was too many episodes in a row. Like it literally, it was yeah, like that'll happen. You'll get like, whoa! I'm in on this. It just hit me. Yeah. I know, but I'm saying like, why would you be like? I shouldn't feel this way. This is climate. Why would that cast any doubt on it? Why can't you feel the same emotions well, for that that you would? Well, I, I think it maybe depends on how you you're used to the show. Like yeah. like uh, South Park, like the what was that that Hobbit episode where it just drops, it just kicks you in the nuts with that like really sad ending where Wendy just conforms to like everyone's. Oh standing. God! Yeah, and you're like, broken. What the fuck just happened? It's, it's, I think it's about the, the context. When you're watching a show that starts out as just a jolly chipper parody of of uh, Davy and Goliath. 
and you're just like, okay, they're going to make fun of something this week. Okay, they're going to make fun of something conservative there. Okay, whatever. I mean, we're all used to that. And then when it takes a serious turn, and it's like, holy shit, this isn't the same thing. I wasn't ready. And I didn't like it, but I can understand why a lot of people would be like, that's amazing. True enough. I mean, like, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that, that episode was, like, super sad, and it came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's when it's surprising you, and it's coming out of nowhere. It's like, hmm. You know what's funny, though? I did welcome that, though. I do like the idea that in South Park, there's actually going to be some uh, a more form of actually using real motions. Hmm? True. Uh, I'm, what I want to ask you is, uh, I ask a lot of guesses, animation, do you think it's dying? Uh, or, or stagnated. It's definitely sick, but it, it's gotten better before. I mean, let's not forget what happened in, uh, you know, in the eighties when when animation was really cheap quality, and uh, you know, obviously in the sixties and seventies with crappy Hanna Barbera stuff, where anything that was you know ostensibly for kids was just dumb. Uh, you know, and then there was the Disney, and it was losing all this money. Nobody was seeing great movies like The Black Cauldron and Great Mouse Detective, even though they were great. I think, you know, animation will bounce back. All right. Can, do you think it can break out of the mold of, and I'm using quotation marks, you, you nope. can't see it, but uh, being just... Oh, it's already done that. We're, we're good in that regard. The problem is right now, what's for adults is getting so warped, because what even is adulthood anymore? You know, it's it's not. I don't, a lot of people don't even know. They're not able to even analyze what the difference is, and they're boiling it all down to these stickers they can put on things and say, "Okay, well, what's the color depth in this? Okay, well, that qualifies as colorful, and therefore this is for kids." They're not paying attention to the substance. And it, so you think they're paying too much to the aesthetics and not so much, you know, the just, lighting. Or it's the just basically their executive's judgment of everything is really shallow, and they don't understand whatsoever what they're putting out and what they're funding. And I don't think that used to be the case. It used to be the people in charge of animation, even at the crappy, crummy Hanna Barbera stuff. At least they cared. They knew. They did their research. They knew, like somebody who had been a pioneer. All the pioneers now are dead. Nobody's working with them. Nobody wants to work with them because they're all kind of crazy, like John Kay or you know whoever. And uh, the only hope we have are these sort of semi-indie guys coming out of, you know, straight out of CalArts and making their Cartoon Network shows. And But there's a worry there that that might get a little bit too up its own ass if they're not careful. All right. Do you think it can break out of the genre barrier, though? Uh, a lot of people pointed out that every show now, you know, is comedy-based. Well, that's a, basically a budget thing. You can't make a serious show because serious shows cost money. And no one's willing to put any money into that anymore. You know, it was an experiment that they tried, uh, starting with gummy bears and ending basically with Justice League. And there were a few stragglers where they're not going to make any serious action-based shows anymore because they cost way too much money. And as long as oil prices are this high, you can't make toys profitable. Nobody's buying toys, and when they do, they're crap, and they're not selling because plastic is too damn expensive. You know what? I think Japan really cracked the code. Uh, underpay your employees. <laughs> yes. Lie about how much it's you make. True. And basically force them yep. into sleep. Well, and you know they're they're cool with it, and that's part of their culture. So the good things come out, but in the meantime, ugh. yeah. Oddly enough, I I recently watched a uh, documentary about how Japanese suicides are extremely high. For some reason. I, I don't <laughs> yes, know. I can't imagine why. I don't understand why. Something about pressure from work. Honestly, or... when it gets right down yeah. to it, it's simply the fact that they don't think of themselves as individuals, because. That's just something they they're just like an ant. You know, they're an ant colony. What do ants do when they're going to die? Well, they walk over to the garbage hill and sit there and wait to die. 
Well, there's also, they brought up the point that, like, a lot of them who do decide to die will actually go online and try to convince others to kill them. Ew, because they're that conformist, so, eh? Well, they don't want to oh, die alone. Oh, sure. Yeah, I mean... So it's like, you know, lonely man on Craigslist. Lonely man looking to die with a well, Hold on, hold on. Um, but I like, as you're saying that, I'm just thinking, do you think before they're all going to, like, group up and do group suicides, like, they go, hey, let's have a picnic before we kill ourselves. And is that why, is that, like, Suicide Force so popular? Because it's fun. <laughs> well, it actually is. Because <laughs> they take picnics before they kill themselves, right? They're like, ah. They, like, enjoy the nature before they end it all. <laughs> I don't know. Well, actually, you know what's sick is uh, apparently there are people who live near, you know, not legally, but, like, live near the Suicide Forest. Oh. To go out and find bodies and take organs. Well, better oh. that than not doing that. I mean, at least cool somebody will live. Good morning. Yeah. To be honest, that's kind of a neat job. You got to cut them open. Well, it's not so much a job. It's yeah, like... it's, it's scavenging. It's it's sad, but it's pragmatic. It's it's sadmatic. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, what are they going to do with their organs? A waste of organs. Yeah, exactly. Sad about it. I think it's just kind of neat. You don't think it's sad that someone's just like, well, this person was sad, so I'll just steal their Well, it, it becomes sad the minute they start encouraging people so they can get more livers. You gotta, you gotta there that. actually was some talk about Ooh, that. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, guys, I don't think this is, should be an unpopular opinion, but it, it, I think it's a bad thing. <laughs> well, I can't believe that I have to defend... Uh, it's because you don't believe the, in a self-sustainable you know, suicide forest. Well, that's the... <laughs> Uh, I, I, uh, you could most I, things I, that people do when bad things happen make those bad things worse. It seems to be in our nature to kind of like choose the worst reaction you can to something bad because it's bad and because you want to make sure that everyone around you knows how bad it is and that you have recognized that. When the smart thing to do is to make the best of it and then use what you've gained from that to stop it from happening. Can I bring up two other things and see if everyone wants to do oh. those? Some people will actually go into the forest and others, some of those people who harvest the organs, will actually set up traps. <laughs> so the, I'm not even kidding. will set up traps so if that person changes their mind to... Okay, that. that's pretty fucked up. That, makes, that, that is like, like a horror movie. They don't kill them, but they oh, just, you know, kind of wait them out. That's pretty, yeah, that, that is bad. That's, so it's just it? like, well, I decided I'm not going to kill myself. I love my life. That, too bad. That reminds me of something. There was something, uh, there's something else philosophically like that, where someone takes someone who is totally cool with something, and then they sort of trick them into sticking with it when they wouldn't otherwise. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and uh, the other thing is, uh, there's actually a cliff where a lot of people are throwing themselves off of. So an old man who was like in his 80s decided to set up a restaurant there and would just, with volunteers, just kind of walk along to find people who were going to commit suicide and talk oh. to them. He was pressured by the police to stop it because he's disturbing the peace. <laughs> disturbing the peace. And also was told he wasn't allowed to build, a, he was going to build like a little bridge, a little down by well, the okay, is it given another way to go down? Yeah, so that, also, so if people jumped, like, you wouldn't, you know, hit the water and the rocks, you would hit the bridge and, you know, might hurt, but you'd still Oh, okay. Rock. But he was told uh, he had to take it down because, you know, well, it's a tourist area and it's destroying the, uh, huh. you know, the natural beauty of well, the Well, oh, oh dear, priorities. Gus, Katie, defending, uh... The oh, we're getting serious now. He had to use the restroom, so, uh... That's uh, I don't see what's wrong with, uh, you know, them trying to talk down people committing suicide. I mean, granted, you, you are, you are, you are gonna deny yourself a really great show, but... I guess? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's bad that the cops are, like, trying to stop, you know, kind of stop them from stopping the suicides. <laughs> I, and the question I, is, what happens once you stop it? I mean, does that really do any good? 
And if something doesn't do any good, can you really call it good even though you wanted it to be? Maybe you've got to follow up a little bit at the end. Maybe you could put a little, you know, you are loved etched into the, the bridge there. <laughs> well, you know, they'll just send out the volunteers and they'll just kind of sit with the person. I like, I could do that. Yeah, and just like talk them down and then, you know, the people leave and they just kind of keep an eye out to see if they come then back. Then again, my usual tactic with people who are sad is to reinforce the acknowledgement that, oh, that is sad. Oh, you're right. So you're not crazy. That, you, wow, you really should just no, kill yourself. No, you have accurately figured out a reason that you should be very sad, so we can work on that, rather than trying yeah. to bullshit him. Well, I mean, the, the whole documentary is about suicide prevention uh, and what, how the Japanese aren't really... They're not bothering. Yeah, they're not uh, with a population that big and a budget that small, I don't think I would bother if I was the government either. It's like you, you, yeah, but I mean, they do have a problem. There's 300,000 attempts boy. a year. And about just a little bit over a hundred thousand. They've got they've got some big problems, and you've got to, That's the tough part about being in government. You've got to sort of you know make your priorities, and sometimes you know yeah. that you're saving more lives by preserving jobs, and sometimes you know. Uh, oh, hundred thousand people so, kill themselves. So, Boom! Hundred thousand jobs. Would yeah, well, you know, sometimes it's, it's, problems. You know, you know, there's people. You've got to put that money somewhere, and suddenly you only have so much. If you take it out of something else, maybe that something else is going to cause an even worse problem. Yeah. You never I mean, know. A big thing they brought up was uh, in the 80s, apparently they had like uh, 15,000 people like uh, throughout the 80s died in car Ooh. accidents. So the government stepped in and like with the help of the people, oh, I see. revolutionized it. And, you know, now they're down to just 5,000 a year, which is yeah, still a lot. As far as I'm concerned, driving really shouldn't be done. But they're finally working on robot cars. So hopefully, hopefully driving will be done soon. It, well, now we just have to worry about uh, you know, massive computer failures. Which Google, Google's got it. <laughs> I don't know, I used to look at, like, computer games, and I would say, look, see, all the cars in Spider-Man 2 are all moving around and around the city with ease. They, If a computer can handle that on a GameCube, then surely a centralized computer will be able to handle all the cars. And then somebody showed me a new Spider-Man game where all the cars were piled up and crashed into each other in the game. Ah, <laughs> uh, they haven't quite mastered the uh, car well, the is yet. It seems like, and that actually says a lot more about video games than about computers. It, going backwards, things that used to work don't work anymore. Yeah. The hell... <laughs> Good fact, uh, the systems used to control nuclear missiles are less advanced than Atari... Uh, Is that right? Well, maybe that's that's a good thing. <laughs> when they say we yeah. went to the moon on basically calculators, but then that's... That sounds like the kind of thing that they, people would just say, and it's like way oversimplifying. Uh, I went to the no, moon they, because they of the Nazis. Cool. Well, I mean, we did appropriate a lot That's of that. That's right. Well, that is to say, they kicked all the Jews out of their country, and then like, hey, guess what? You kicked out all your scientists. <laughs> Oops. We'll take them. Don't worry. We'll give them good homes. Which, Katie, Gus, you guys were against suicide prevention, but I'm going <laughs> to steal, steal the hate away from you, directed at myself. I'm going to defend the Nazis. Well, they didn't do all bad, did they? Nobody ever does. No. This, this episode Although people they were... start walking away uncomfortably. <laughs> Just like, I can't believe it. First they're telling people that they should kill themselves, and now they're defending The worst them. thing in the that's... world you can do is to be too against something, and it's always possible to be too against something, because that trivializes it, and someone else is going to say, hey, part of what you're saying isn't true. What if all of what you're saying isn't true? And then you get new people in white hoods. <laughs> all I'm saying is, like, obviously the Nazis were terrible, awful people, yes. But they had a heavy focus on science, and they were able to advance it quite a bit. They also tried the occult. <laughs> that didn't work. That, that too. To be fair, so much. did the U.S. government. They were like, you know what? We better check and just make sure this isn't real. There is no ESP, right? And they did studies in court. Nope. 
but we checked. Here's the thing. I'm not going to blame them for that. Yep, like, it's one. Yeah, you know, it's better you check and find out that it's not real than being like, ah, it's not real, and then finding out that, like, oh, they're killing us. I mean, the Russians beat us to it again. <laughs> like, Yuri Geller, we should have known. Just like the moon, just good thing we faked that. There's really, like, a uh, communist flag up on the moon. Just nobody knows The checkered it. war. The bitter rivals of when someone turned out to be way too good at chess and it almost destroyed America. <laughs> you know what? We gotta, we gotta get rivals back. I hear Russia's getting... Uh, oh, they are at that. Yeah, th- that's how our, our movies are going. Oh, yeah. Because Rocky Seven. It's true. Red Before. Dawn, the sequel. Not the remake. Well, there was already Rocky a Rocky Seven, Adrian's Revenge. <laughs> yeah. Who did he fight? I forget his name, but like, what was it? The the Russian in uh, Rocky oh. Four, I think it was? Or was that oh, come on. I, I should know this one, but I just want to say Vodka Drankinsky. <laughs> I, I must drink hey, <laughs> you. Yes, Ivan Braga. Oh, that was it. I, I see. I, I've never Ivan seen any Dr- of these, but at pop cultural osmosis, I should know them. Ivan Drago's Revenge. <laughs> wait, 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 no, no. Are you talking about the actor or the character? The character. Oh, then it's Ivan Drago. He's played by Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. Wow, really? Well, yeah, I know Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, you didn't know I, I mean, him? I don't see a lot of those classic movies just because didn't care as a kid, and now I just don't care. But, you know, I'm a okay. little bit too young to have seen a lot of the classic 80s movies. That's the weird thing. You it's weird. It's weird being born in 85 because it's like, you know. You're that weird line. You know what? You're actually the oldest person on the show. Yeah, I'm old. You're only a year older than me, though. Oh, so uh, well, not 30 yet, but I'm yeah. getting there. Every now and then, I just have to like go back and forth, like, wait, how long until I'm 30? Uh, it's I'm getting used to it. Yeah, and then I have to keep convincing myself. Well, I still got plenty. I know I don't. That's all right. <laughs> You're like it's basically tomorrow. Mm. Might as well be. I'm just a plush donkey with my tail nailed on. <laughs> Geek and Review, a show about, uh, well, actually, this is bits and bots, but it's all about defending the Nazis, <laughs> arguing against suicide prevention, and reminding everyone of their own mortality. You will die. Hey, soon. you know, all of my waifu are always those weird girls in TV shows who'd like to talk about mortality all the time. It's always the Darias and the Creepy Susies and such. Uh, creepy Susie's pretty uh, popular. Well. It's actually not a bad joke. Uh, like yeah, Oblong's had a lot of great jokes. That that was some good writing. Too bad that'll never come back. I like Mission Hill. Yeah, Mission, Mission Hill was, was fantastic, joke. and it's so sad how we get to know a lot about the episodes we didn't get. It, gets, it makes you angry, though, when you watch, and you're like, oh my god, like, where are the episodes? They only had, like, half a season. Wasn't it just eight? It was, like, it was 11 episodes. 11 it was 11, episodes. okay. Pure magic. Yeah, man. Ugh. Well, there's a lot of cartoons like that. Uh, you know, Mission Hell, The Oblongs, mm-hmm. uh, Clerks the Cartoon, which we brought up. Oh, uh, what else? Uh, well, Home Movies was canceled before it got brought back. And um, yeah. I remember there was a time when there was a lot of little short-lived sh- animated shows that were on really late at night on various channels. And I remember you could watch, like, Duckman. You could watch, uh, well, I mean, that got a few seasons, but still under... Um, what else did they have on? They had Spy Groove on for a while. It was like, hey, let's try this again. Uh, un- undergrads. Uh, undergrads is great. Yeah, I gotta check these out. I oh yeah, well they're they're all worth at least a check out. Spy Groove kind of uh, reminds I mean, me of like Archer if it was done by like halfway the Daria crew and half like drawn together kind of, but not even remotely wacky. Just like in the way that nothing is serious and they always get out of things. <laughs> yeah, so, would you say it's kind of like a 
Probably not, but the naked gun of It didn't get quite to that level, unfortunately. That would be awesome, though. We need more of that humor around. Oh, and what else was I just going to mention that was another show? Oh, well, no, but now you just made me think of Bruno the Kid, the extremely unknown cartoon starring Bruce Willis. Seriously, they gave they gave his ultra music ego a sh- a show. What? Well, Bruno Bruno was like the, uh, Bruce Willis. You know, he Moonlight is a, is a, is a singer. Oh, he did. Went oh, by yeah. Bruno. I actually did not know that. that okay, that explains it then. I, I was I knew there had to be some reference in that because why else would you name little kid Bruno? That's, that's weird that they gave that a show. He, no, what it was was he played a little kid with a gigantic head and like one little tuft of hair. It looked terrible, like some kind of serial cartoon, but it was really funny and cleverly written. He played a little kid with the voice of Bruce Willis, who uh, made a bad CGI head of Bruce Willis and made it his online avatar and convinced the FBI or the whoever his spies that he was this real adult person. He pulled a Mr. Macintosh on them, basically, from Blank Check. Oh, my God, no, Blank Check. <laughs> I, I, I don't care what anyone says. I like that movie. No, um... <laughs> But no, I, Br- one joke though, where he goes, you know, the chicken's in the pot, huh? <laughs> and Tone looks going, yo, man, I don't know nothing about no chicken in the pot, no gold in the well. <laughs> so basically, um, yeah, so he uses the CGI head of Bruce Willis uh, to fool the spy agency to thinking he's a real adult, and they assign him a partner who thinks that that's just fine. Okay, he's a secret agent kid, whatever, and then he goes on dumb secret agent missions. And he gets like you know his his like wacky items from the the Q type person, and every time they turn out to be something you wouldn't expect him to use it for. And it was a good little cartoon that it does not exist anywhere online. No one remembers it. Uh, I think you really sold it when you said you know when you kept saying dumb <laughs> over and over. Again. It was it was a dumb premise, but man, it was clever writing. And the his his psychic guy was this really proper uh, British butler guy, and he I don't remember who he was voiced by, but it was fantastic. Sorry, but uh, you know what that reminded mm-hmm. me of? You kept mentioning The Head, yeah. which was another cartoon from the 90s, which was uh, I personally really liked. Did you ever see that? Uh, a cartoon called The Head? No, I yeah. don't think I... I maybe. Uh, it, was this, it was this weird... You remember when MTV did yeah. cartoons? Yeah. It was this MTV cartoon about this guy who just one day just suddenly like his head just like became this giant, bulbous <laughs> like, mess of... A head, this is the premise. And he ended, and he ended up in this like uh, support group for like people with uh, weird things about them, or whatever. Like there was a guy with like people who look like things. Head. Yeah, like he had a rake stuck in his head or whatever. God, that then, sounds awesome. Yeah, and it was just like, and it was just like his weird thoughts and everything they do that whole day. <laughs> you, basically, you knew somebody on the show was taking some kind of psychotic uh, drug. Or you just reminded me of the short-lived animation block on the Spike TV when that was briefly a network. Where they had, yeah, they had Stripperella, they had Gary the Rat with Kelsey Grammer, and that was a really good show, too, and no one liked any of it except me. I thought it was... <laughs> You're like, guys, this is great, right? Stripperella was so clever, it was just so hilariously, like, self-aware, and they had Maurice LaMarche doing his best John Levitt's impression and playing a, a, a thrifty villain called, like, the Cheapskate or something, and it's like, I think his sidekick was thrifty. He was just like a, an Adam West Batman villain themed around saving money, and he's like sitting in his lair, emptying out ketchup packets into a bottle. And he's like he's like planning to steal the world's supply of pennies. He was just, and Stan Lee was in it, and he was really funny. Well, Stan Lee. Oh, I love Stan Lee. 
See, now this is where we split. Oh, come on. You have to at least like him. I can see you hating him, but you have to like him, too. Here's the thing. I will talk about how much I hate him and everything and how he stole pretty much everything he ever did. But if I see him in person, I'm definitely going to I mean, he admits it. He's just, he's someone's got to be the face. It's it's like with Peggy Hill and that realty. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, did I steal it? Doesn't matter. He made it big. He helped it go. And let's face it, if... If the face of Marvel had been a bunch of really weird neurotic nerds talking about his ex- existentialism and uh, uh, what was that stuff Ditko was really into? Something. He was into various isms. I mean, if, if those guys know, were the face of comics, things would not have survived. I know it couldn't have been Jack Kirby because, like, uh, as much as I love Jack Kirby, he was not a Yeah, happy Kirby guy. too. He, I mean, it's, uh, he was just grumpy. They were grumps. You had to have this charismatic guy who, in fairness, did, you know, do some good work, just not as much as people give him credit for. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I, I'll, I'll back off. <laughs> he has done some. Look, I'll admit it. He's done yeah. some good stuff. I just, I'm usually very hard on him just because no one will ever admit. Well, he can, that he can take stuff. it. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, what, someone on a podcast said something bad about True me? believers, I so heard that what? someone's insulting me on a podcast. You know what you remind me of? Uh, I'm j- I know I'm jumping what? all over the place. You ever see X-Spy? X-Spy? X-Play. It was on G4. X-Play. Oh. Yeah, you went a little Australian on me there for a second. Did you ever oh, see X-Play, okay. mate? Boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I loved X-Play. That was pretty good. That's not a knife. <laughs> you call that a knife? This is a knife. But now, uh, the the Stanley experience. Oh, yes, I think I remember that. So that's when I said, this is Spider-Man, and then I fucked you. Yes, boy, because I, I could. remember that. Uh, uh, he and Peel do a good sketch with him, too. Guys, uh, I gotta, I have to go with Katie, go get something to eat. That's okay, we've had a really lovely time, and I can talk it, to you guys it's later. It's been... Yeah, it's been nearly two hours and four, uh, forty-five yeah. minutes. Yeah, so. I'm 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 basically like the fat kid in a like in bench. What was the name of that movie? Benchwarmers? No, no, not Benchwarmers. Happy yeah, weight. Oh my god. Gus, mm. you're the only one upset. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the hell that is. Happy weights. That was a, that was like a live action movie made by Disney where it was a bunch of fat kids that went to fat camp. That's and- why I assumed by the title. <laughs> Oh, wait, is that ben the one Stiller? with uh, Ben Stiller, yeah. where he was the, uh, was like, like weightlifter? the shit out of him. Oh, I think I've, oh, I've either I've seen that or I've seen something homaging it. But there, was, there, was a, okay. there was a part where all the fat kids out of desperation were chasing a cow with a baseball bat, and they were like, <laughs> I eat meat! <laughs> <laughs> all right, but Gus does yeah. need to eat. We so uh, I think we're gonna wrap yeah, it up right. here. Yeah, that's right. All right. Uh, I want I want to thank you. No for problem, on. man. It was a fun time. It's a good thing I don't have any life because I would miss out on stuff like this. No, it's all right. Anytime you want to come on, just badger me, and I will eventually just give in. Excellent. And on. Yeah. So uh, you have you a good too. night, right? Uh, Gus, say hi to Katie. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.